From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It has come to our attention, somebody brought up a while ago, and now we get inundated with these audio <laughs> clips that uh, accidentally somebody started listening to the podcast at half speed, and it sounded like we were drunk. Very drunk. And especially when we have these stupid conversations. There's a couple of idiots. Well, they, but hold on a second here, because the conversations aren't necessarily stupid, but they sound like drunk ramblings when you slow it down. I'm not going to say everything we talk about is stupid because a lot of it means mm. a whole what? Wait till you hear these two oh, examples okay. that were submitted. I, t- I take it back and then let me let me form an opinion after I've listened. Okay. Okay. okay so okay. at half speed, listening to the podcast, oh, no. this is what we sound like. Out to anybody who's ever fought that hellish parking lot at IKEA to literally just walk in through the exit door and get a hot dog and then leave. <laughs> Shout out to anybody. So you shout out to me. Yeah, man. Shout out to you. (laughs) Shout out to anybody who has ever made that run. Oh, yeah. The hot dog run at Ikea. It's one of the greatest joys we have left in this world. I knew I was driving past Ikea, the yeah. one at uh, Leslie and Shepard. Yeah. I was on the 401. I, on purpose, got off the 401 <sighs> at Leslie just to go into Ikea, I yeah. bought two hot dogs, ate them both as I'm walking back to the car, <laughs> just get back on Good the highway and go Good home. for you. <laughs> so, okay. Based yeah. on that? Based on that. Listen, man, I still stand by that. That hot dog run at Ikea is one of the last joys we have in this world. It's one of the last pure joyful things we can all do. Um, People are submitting these like crazy. When you listen to the podcast at half speed, it sounds like Roz and I are wasted. Uh, Dom sent this to us. And damn it, it, Maury's in this audio clip as well. Uh, Maury's fears about turning 30. Oh, oh, this is a long time ago. Long, long time ago. No, no, no. It was a conversation recent <laughs> where he was going back talking about oh, uh, turning 30. I got gotcha. Devast- you. Yeah, 30's devastating to you. To me, when I hit 30, I was like, well, no one's going to want me now. Right. <laughs> Right, where I think it's, I think it's different. Come on. What is he 
but j- there's I have no, no idea. nothing else for you to say. Wow, this is what a mess. <laughs> okay. What a mess. So anyway. What a mess. Um, if you find a portion of our podcast where you listen to it at half speed and it sounds like we're wasted. God. Or the conversation is like even more ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you can send it to us. You DM us, whatever. <laughs> Shoot them over because these are hilarious. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. My foot is so sore. I don't mean to make everything all about me. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. What happened to your foot? I don't know. I always just get in. You ever, are you like, am I the only one where I just, I get hurt all the time and mm-hmm. I don't know how I hurt myself. Right. So let's go I through had, your day I, yesterday. I, I don't know if, no, but you see these things right here in my hand? Like, I don't even know if you can see it. Right. Yeah. There. I get two that cuts. looks like a burn. No, like two, two cuts. Last weekend. Oh, it's a cut. Okay. I was just doing stuff, like doing stuff. I wasn't even outside. I was just in the house doing stuff. And I looked down at my hand. Yeah, but you cook a lot and you use a lot of utensils. I wasn't so. even cooking. It was, oh. I didn't even know what I was doing. Do you have I was poor just motor doing... skills? Poor what? Motor skills? Like, do you drop stuff? Like what? Like, I can't use, like, I can't <laughs> use a fork? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a spoon only kind of guy? For fear I might hurt myself? You stab yourself with a spoon? Do you remember that from uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels when Steve Martin played that character, that. Uh, Ruprecht? Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. he had poor motor skills, and so they had to put a cork on the end of his fork. I do remember <laughs> so he that. Didn't, no. So he didn't hurt him. So he didn't hurt himself. But how do you eat? or anybody else? You just have to scoop it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you just give him a spoon? I don't know. It was a hilarious scene. But no, I'm not a cork on a fork kind of guy. I can handle. I can handle things. I do okay. not have poor motor. skills. So let's skills. go through your day yesterday. I don't know. I did. I like. I sat. So you leave here. So you sat in here. Yes, I, mean, I sat in right? here. Then yeah. you walk to. And then I the walked. Truck. I walked to the truck, and then you sit in the truck. Yeah. You drive home. I went to the, yeah, I stopped at the grocery store. Aha, uh-huh. maybe it happened there. <laughs> I don't you know. You go to the grocery store. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I go Stab to the grocery store. Stab yourself like a pineapple or something? No, no, no. No, I'm talking about my foot, not my hand. No, but is, oh, right. is it like, is it a, what kind of feeling is it? Like maybe it hurts. Enough, what kind of feeling? It hurts. No, is it like pins like, and needles, like not enough blood's getting there? No, it's not numb. <laughs> like I don't have dead foot. <laughs> I'm not dragging it behind. Now, is it? Is it the, I shouldn't have said anything. We're it's trying a, to diagnose. Okay, pause for one second. We're trying to be your WebMD right now. Okay, pause for okay? one second. Pause for one second. Pause for one second. It does. Like I'm not limping. Okay, guys. Like it just. I'm just saying it's a little sore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where does shake it, it off? It's is little... it the, the whole foot? Is it a, a part of the foot? Is it the front? Like a toe. Is it the back? It's... Is it the top of the foot? Okay. Is it on the sole of it's, your foot? It's, is it? It's, yeah. It's a little bit of the sole and then up the outer side. Up the oh, on the left, but like, but uh, towards the back, like towards left my toward, right? towards oh, my you... heel kind of thing. Oh, okay. So maybe you took a step a little bit wrong. Were you like a little wobbly yesterday? <laughs> no, I'm not wobbly. I don't. Have like maybe you foot. stepped on a rock. Like maybe you stepped on a rock or something. Okay, right. Is it your left foot or your right foot? And, and too much pressure. That, that's it's my. That's a good question, Maury. It's my right foot. I can answer that question. Okay, it was so your right left. Foot. I would say it was a heart problem. So <laughs> stop it. I don't. Now that's heart, I don't that's have heart ridiculous. Problems. Maybe when you got out of the car. Maybe in, like, walking around, right? Yes. Anyway, what I was going to say oh, is... Oh, sho- uh, do your shoes have holes in them? Because oftentimes, my your shoes have holes in them. My shoes only have holes because I've been wearing flip-flops since January. You know what it is? What? What is when it did the more? pain start? I don't. I, I, I no, don't know. because maybe a cat was sleeping on it. The cat sleeps on my feet every single night. Okay. Oh, so boom. Roll the, okay, That's a problem. Okay. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Why fat is it a problem? It's not a fat cat. Hurt okay? your foot. Listen, man, I have I don't have poor motor skills, and I certainly don't have a fat cat. Okay, <laughs> and neither of you went to medical school, so shut up. 
I was just saying, am I the only one that wakes up every now and then with a part of your body that's sore? That's all I'm saying. I, I hurt myself and I don't know how I hurt myself. I'm not injured. I don't need medical attention. Okay. I don't need to CSI this whole thing, Maury. It is, it's Did not- you look at the color? Of what? The foot. It's normal foot color. <laughs> Maybe a little dirtier than normal foot color, but it's normal foot color. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to play something for you guys. Go fart. Um, I love it when people who listen to the Roz and Mocha Show send things to us or send things to me to play for you guys. Okay. Uh, shout out to Elisa Faye who DM'd me. Also, Monique Dupuy-Tabensky, who listens to the Raza Moga show out in North Bay, Ontario. Okay. They both sent me the exact same video. Really? Yeah. I was like, you have to play this for the guys. That's weird. Um, by the way, if you have anything that you want to share with us to share with everybody else, you can always reach out on IG at Roz Weston, R-O-Z-W-E-S-T-O-N, or at Mocha Frap, M-O-C-H-A-F-R-A-P. A couple of weeks ago... We played for you this cat remix. There's a guy named, there's a musician named David Scott, who's become famous now for taking sounds of his cat and then adding a beat to it, adding other musical instrument sounds and creating the song. So a few weeks ago, there was this one that he released that went viral. Right? They're pretty dope, right? It's pretty dope, man. There's nothing wrong with this. So the one that Monique and Elisa both sent me, like separately, is done by the same guy. Okay? That's a happy kitty. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. You're going to love it, I think. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, it sounds like the no-no cat. So he's messing around with the instruments. Here's a kicker. Yeah. He adds lyrics to the song, as in, what is this cat saying? And it kicks in in a minute. So when you hear his voice, it's going to be what the cat is actually saying. Or at least what he thinks. Sure. His what his interpretation. interpretation. I gotcha. I gotcha. Post it up on his IG. And it's is it all his cat? It's all his, yeah. Really, He's got huh? two cats, yeah. So, I could listen to this stuff yeah, all day. Like I would listen to this. Yeah. 
congratulations. It's going to be stuck in your head all damn day now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was just watching this uh, Wall Street Journal investigation that they did on TikTok where okay. they created dozens of bots, automated accounts, yeah, um, and tried to break down the algorithm that TikTok uses to determine what to populate your feed with and how fast they can do that. Because a lot of people with social media, especially TikTok, they will say... Well, it's determined by what you like. It's mm-hmm. determined by who posts it. It's your your likes are determined by um, whether you share it. But apparently TikTok build their algorithm on one thing and one thing only. Which is? How long you watch a particular video. Oh. And they determined with through these bots mm-hmm. that they set up these bots to stay on certain videos whether it be cats or dogs or uh, depression or relationships. Mm -hmm. And within 15 minutes, within 15 minutes, they were serving up on TikTok, 95% of the content that was served was specifically served to you solely based on how long you sat on one particular video. Within that 15-minute time frame. Within that 15-minute time frame. Wow. Okay. And then what winds up happening is, look, think of TikTok as an octopus, okay, with tentacles, but only like like hundreds of tentacles. And those tentacles are the sort of wormholes Mm -hmm. where you can go down. And if you watch enough videos and stay on enough specific videos for long enough, in no time at all, you could be at the very, very, very end of one of those tentacles. But the problem is that the more niche you go, the videos that they start showing you have less and less views and are less moderated and can become more extreme to your own specific tastes. And what TikTok does is based on the amount of time you watch one particular video, you can go down a wormhole in TikTok that you will never be able to get out of. Really? Ever. Like you will have a completely different TikTok than I will. Solely based on so how you'd have long, to like almost cre- like delete your account, create a new one, and start fresh. Exactly. Oh man. Exactly. And that's based on using TikTok within the first fifteen minutes. Within the first fifteen minutes of you like signing brand up, brand new a account, brand new account, brand new account. Oh, so you're screwed. Yeah, brand new account. Wow. And 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 you will go down. You will be at the very very end of one of those wormholes. You never and, get out. And you will never get out of it. You will never get out of it because they will just keep serving you. And every other social media, like when you talk about Instagram or Facebook and all this stuff, the way that their algorithms work, they say around 70% of what is pushed into your feed um, is based on your sharing, length of time, all those things. 70%, 70 to 75% commenting, everything else. TikTok is 95% plus. And they said that with these bots, the plus after 95% Mm -hmm. was ads. So basically 100% of your feed is solely based on length of time of watching videos. And you will never get out of that wormhole. Like you will have to start fresh a brand new TikTok account if you want to get out of that wormhole. Ooh. Crazy, right? Got him. Got him. And that's how and that's how fast it is. But it has nothing to do with what you share or comment wow. on or who the creator is or anything like that. It's specific to how where, long you watch where, a video. You read this? Wall Street Journal. It's a video Damn. that they did. It's oh, a, wow. it's a video series that they did. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Uh, where are we here? Oh, let me start with this uh, with this poll. So they asked people what you would be willing to spend to make your life more convenient. Oh, God. Everything right now is super. You could have anything delivered to your house. You can whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? But, like, what would you be willing to spend for the sort of general conveniences in life? So if things that cause you stress or things that you find difficult to do, mm-hmm. would you spend, say, $50 a month, $100 a month, yes. $200 a month? I probably am now. Yeah. It, extra. Probably. I get Literally everything gets delivered to the house. Yeah? Yeah. All my groceries delivered to the house. Amazon stuff delivered to the house. Right. Like everything that I need that I can get on Amazon delivered to the house. Full locker purchases delivered to the house. How much would you be willing to pay to drive in a lane where there is guaranteed to be no traffic? Oh, okay. Like per month? Yeah, come in here, Maury. I need your opinion on this. Let's say With there was zero let's say, traffic. Let's say zero traffic. I would do 200 a month. You're not going to be able to speed. You have to do like the limit of and everything course. else. Like there would be cars, but you would not sit in traffic. There would be a constant flow. However, they designed it, whatever the uh, sort of layout of it okay. was, anything else. So I take one highway all the way home, okay? Fair enough. I'd pay like maybe like 150 a month? Yeah. Really? I'd pay huh? 150 a month. I was going to say 200. Yeah. I'd pay way more than that. Would you? Yeah. I'd pay 150 no, just it, because it's it's my drive right now. It's literally one highway. I would right. pay more if it were multiple highways. No, no, no. But but can, but but this is like if you go somewhere on the weekend, if you go somewhere oh, on God. the evening. Like this is you this is a pass that you have for that lane for like an entire month. Like I it's not just your morning go. commute. I know. I would need places to go. Right now, again, I have everything delivered to the house. So like I don't I need would, to go anywhere. I right. would pay 200 to get to my dad's a lot faster than it takes. Right. You would, huh? Because right now it takes about 45 minutes to get to my dad's. Oh God, that's yeah. Nothing. And, and would I, would pay, pay, I would pay 200 a month to get there in less time. What's, what's less time though? Like yeah, you're probably, 30 minutes. So, so wait a second. So 15 so you, minutes, that's it? You, and you probably go out there once a month, right? But uh, but you get, so you're going to pay two hundred dollars to save ten minutes once a month because you really get stuck in traffic when you get closer to his place. But, but you just okay. But you're going to pay two hundred dollars to save ten minutes once a month. Okay, we're brainstorming here. Okay. Yeah. See, this is if so you. Is okay. there an answer though? No, no, no. Oh, it, okay. Just people are different percentages of people oh, are willing okay, to okay, pay more. Yeah, yeah. So if you went to Wonderland, okay, would you be willing to pay double for everything to not have to wait in any lines? That's double admission, double food, double drinks, double everything to not have to wait in one single line. I don't think I could do it. You couldn't do it, eh? Would you pay more if you lived in a condo, more on your maintenance fees to have access to an elevator that's all your own? No. Mm-mm. So you I don't have do so you don't no. have to wait no. in line for no. the elevator. Because no. it's very rare that you have to wait in line for an elevator. Yeah. No, I don't think I would. I don't think I would do that. I wouldn't do that. Would okay. you pay the, the double would, fare for Wonderland? If you went to, yeah, I would. Uh, if you went to a mall, yes. Oh, okay, you're talking. Okay, if, All right, if, here we go. Okay, mm. if, if you went, if you went to a mall, yes, and they said whatever you're going to buy, uh huh, will be depending on where you're shopping. Yes, five to ten percent extra. Yes. 
to not have to wait in any lines yes. and you get your first choice of parking space at the mall. Yes, absolutely. You pay yes. 10% extra mm-hmm. on all purchases. Thank you. You yep. would, huh? Yep. Wow. Where's my parking spot? Where's my stuff? Wow. Apple but store, you still have I to come. go to the you still have to go in the store and pick it all out. You sure. just don't have to wait in line. Sure. Apple store. Bag Ten, it up. Ten percent, huh? Yep. Wow, that's a lot, Maury. Absolutely. You yeah. would too. I huh? love Absol- the mall. Are you yeah. kidding? I love the mall. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 15%? Fifteen percent. If yeah. I could place the order ahead of time and they have it ready for me to go. Yeah, Shem, you look like you're gonna cry. Shem, what's the matter with you? Oh, crazy! I like. Maybe I'm wrong here or alone, but I like the busyness of a mall. No, I, I like, like busyness. Yeah, I have no problem with action. Like convenience, though. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind, you know, circling around a couple times for no a parking way. spot. Really? For me, it's all part of the, all part of the, no, the parking. The parking thing drives me nuts. Drives yeah. you nuts. Yeah. I also, admittedly, don't go anywhere unless I know I can get in and out, like, really quickly. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Like, when you go downtown yeah. to the mall, downtown, yeah. to get a parking spot during the day, yeah. you have to park on, like, P four way at the top. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Like, like is that bad? That special, that but is that bad? Parking. No, that's bad. Because oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that extra ten percent parking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's bad. <laughs> I don't look for spots. Yes. <laughs> like, is that bad? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, anyway, it's a, it's it's an interesting conversation because it depends on how much you would be willing to pay. If you didn't okay, have, I've got one for okay, you. Okay, go. Would you pay more on your bill if you went to a restaurant, guaranteed seating, and um, your order comes out before everybody else's? No. Uh-uh. Like you don't no, have to do wait. No, 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 no. I'm I fine. Do that. I'm fine with waiting. I'm not, I don't want to rush that experience. Maybe once every ten times I go to a restaurant, I'm like, God, this is taking a long time. Most times they're great. Yeah. Most times they're Like you don't have awesome. to wait in line for a table on the patio. Like no, you're do you think more I wait in get... line for tables at restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> look we don't me. live your life. I'm talking. Okay, let me look, look at, at me. Mocha then, not you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what am I, a peasant? Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch any of the uh, Cooking with Paris show on Netflix? No. I like that first thing that she did because it looked like it was kind of a goof, but I'll get around to it. I watched all the episodes, and it may be one of the best shows I've ever seen. So what makes it so good? It's so funny because of the things that she said. I don't know. Does she play like she doesn't know the grocery store and all that stuff, or does she really not? I don't know, but it was really funny. No, this is... So when the documentary came out, Becoming Paris, Being Paris, Becoming Paris, one of the two, it was great. And you really saw for the first time Paris Hilton as the regular Paris Hilton, where she is a complicated woman with an incredible story to tell and there was no baby voice there was no anything yeah. and it completely that, changes yeah. and in that doc- exactly and in that documentary she talks about this character that she built right yeah. so this is basically that character's first starring role since but, the documentary like this is but times this, 10 i know but yeah exactly this is the paris character so doing of course she, she does what works of course she and does she's playing it up. of course she does of course she does um, so her first episode of Cooking with Paris, she did this like back. So before the documentary, this she did one in January of 2020. Right. Where she was trying to make lasagna. Right. And didn't know like her way yeah. around the kitchen and stuff. Um, all these spoons are brutal. On. Sorry, I'm doing a cooking tutorial and I have like, no, like none of the correct things. I don't know what this is, but... 
it looks like it will work. <laughs> Fair enough. So you get more Fair of that, enough. and she has uh, special guests that join her every episode in the, in the kitchen as well. Uh, episode one is Kim Kardashian. Oh God, the the, re- the reunion in the kitchen. Reunion in the kitchen. Wow. So this is the two of them making frittatas, right? Okay, and they yeah. need a blender, and they're looking. Remind, remind me, frittata. Oh, it's an egg thing. It's a breakfast thing. Yeah. Thank you. Like a like a quiche almost, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. I got you. Thank um, you. So they're looking to use a blender. Oh, and then no. you're going to hear a third voice kind of yeah. off camera, right? And what this is is they're scanning the kitchen looking for a blender but not knowing exactly what a blender is and mistaking a blender for one of those stand mixers. And then you hear somebody off camera be like, yeah, that's the one. Okay, okay. Okay? Add six eggs, heavy whipping cream, onion powder. Do you have a blender? This or that? Is that the same thing as a blender? I don't know. My sisters use that all the time. It is. It is a blender. Yes. Blender, blender, blender. Oh, no. Yeah. This? Yeah. Okay. So the blender. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, that's real. That's real. I don't think that that's Paris Hilton no. playing up the role yeah, of Paris Hilton. Yeah, that is. is 100% real. No. So you think her and Kim K are like legit don't know the difference between a blender no, and a stand mixer? No, I think that I think that they're having fun. Now, I'm okay, so here's the thing. Is that I will say Paris Hilton may not know the difference between like a KitchenAid stand mixer and a blender, uh-huh. okay? But Paris Hilton being that clueless about everything. Like, she comes, she plays this off like she doesn't know what anything is. Oh, no. she takes the neck of the turkey out when she's making Thanksgiving dinner in one of them. Yeah. And she goes, oh, is this the penis? <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Paris Hilton has a uh, cooking show on Netflix right now called Cooking with Paris. Started out on YouTube and uh, became quite popular when she was trying to make lasagna. Because <laughs> she's doing the full Paris character, right? Which the character is just, that we all grew which up is, knowing. Grew up? Yeah. So I was like 30 years old when Paris Hilton came on the scene. <laughs> okay, well, well, I grew up knowing. Shut up. Grew up watching. You know? like it's like she's Gilligan. I read on... Uh, <laughs> I read on Wikipedia that she once uh, had a TV show called The Simple Life, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, you read that? Uh, no, watched... no no, recollection of that, Mm-mm. though, huh? And then I watched some clips on YouTube. Yeah? Okay, I got gotcha. you. And um, what's the girl's name? Nicole Richie. Yeah? That's what it is. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, no, she's doing the full pairs character, and she's really leaning into that now and uh, sort of taking the piss out of herself, which is just always great. Uh, making frittatas with Kim Kardashian is episode one. There's another episode on there where she's making Italian dishes with Demi Lovato, and then she does like a steak night uh, episode with her mom and her sister. Oh, no. Where she takes like ketchup and pours it all over the steak. No. I know. Atrocious. I know. Uh, here's David Mori with the one and only Paris Hilton. Yes, Queen. Let's stir in some hot ratings for cooking with Paris with a dash of Kim Kardashian reunion that we've all been waiting for. What? Oh, my God. Paris Hilton, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm so good. I got to tell you, I, my husband and I, loved this show. It was so funny. It was so good. Congratulations. Uh, Aw, thank you. It makes me so happy, and I always love speaking to you. So say hello to your hubby for me. I had the best time doing it, so I'm just loving hearing the reactions from everybody. I'm so proud of the show. Which is why I got to tell you, 
obvi, there's going to be a season two, right? Like that has to already be in the works. <laughs> um, well, all the fans are clamoring for it. Everyone's asking me, so we will see. Um, but yeah, I had the best time doing it, so it'd be so much fun to do it again. I don't think you love the show the way you bigged it up to her. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Just sucking up to her so hard, man. Who are the special guests you'd love to see in future episodes? There's so many people that would be fun to have in my kitchen. I think it would be awesome to have Brittany or Madonna. They're iconic. And I think it would be so much fun to cook with. Oh, my God. Madonna. Are you kidding me? The two of you would need to sing together in the kitchen. That would be hot. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. And now you said that you wanted Britney and Madonna. Have you reached out to either of them? No, not yet. I don't think Madonna would do it. And I also feel like Madonna. not fun anymore. She's not fun. No, I think Madonna would be way too serious. And I think Madonna would actually be a little bit mean in the kitchen. Yeah, like Paris needs to, Paris needs to do something with Adele. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Adele is so much fun. And she would understand the concept. And, like, the concept is in Paris the character. Yes. Like, she needs um, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. In in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Right? She needs... What's that? Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah making yeah. making tater tots. So what does Lizzo make? I don't know. It's like little pizza rolls or some whatever the hell she, she put on. Uh, she, she puts burned. like, uh, what is it? Mustard on, um, on watermelon? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does she wear in the, uh, in the episodes, Mark? Because you watch them all. Is she like fully decked out or like is she red like carpet gown? Oh, but like no apron or anything like that? No, no huh? And gloves. Oh god. Oh yeah, gloves? <laughs> oh my god. Uh Dan Mori with Paris Hilton, by the way. On this show, you dressed so so well. Like we're talking couture to the couture. Gesundheit. <laughs> the what? To the couture. Couture to the couture. On the show, you dressed so, so well. Like, we're talking couture to the couture (laughs) on this show. Were there any major fashion mishaps? Definitely. Um, Making those marsh, the slitting marshmallows were very sticky. So those were getting all over my slitting gloves. And um, it's it's definitely hard to cook in couture. But I feel like with my show, I want it to be not only the funniest cooking show, I want it to be the most fashionable and... We definitely killed it on that front. What was more important to you, the fashion or the food? The fashion. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not your typical cooking show. Yeah, would that surprise no. you, though? The couture um, or the couture? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more, one yeah. more of these to play for you because this, I actually find it pretty funny. This is Paris Hilton, uh, by the way. Her show is on Netflix right now called Cooking with Paris. Okay, so what's one thing you learned about food during the filming process that you didn't know before? Something about food, something about prep, something about gadgets in the kitchen. What's something you learned? I learned what tongs are. I learned what a zester is. Um, <laughs> I learned how to make a Thanksgiving turkey, which is like traumatizing, and I never want to do it again. But uh, big props to all the moms and dads out there who do that for us every Christmas and holiday because it's it's difficult. <laughs> well, you also learned the difference between, I guess, a blender and a stand mixer. Yes, that too. Uh, <laughs> learning about all the kitchen appliance names that I didn't know. <laughs> and you legit had no idea what tongs were? No. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's all part of the char- the character. <laughs> A little bit part of the character, right? Uh, anyway, that is uh, Paris Hilton. Her show, Cooking with Paris, I is now it. on Netflix. Bro- 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Jenny, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz. Hi, Mocha. Hello. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Uh, we're good. How old are you? I am 28. 28. And what's going on in your world? So my boyfriend is going to eat, pray, love around the world for a year and wants me to come with, but I don't want to. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha yeah. Fix My Life. Yeah. My boyfriend has decided to travel the world for maybe up to a year and has decided after his travels, he most likely will not want to live in Canada anymore because he doesn't like it here. Uh, he has asked me to go with him, but right now I don't want to give up my career, my entire life in Canada that I've built. Uh, I want a stable life and plan things out, but he's trying to do the opposite of that. Uh, Is love enough to make our relationship work? How long have you and him been together, Jenny? Um, Just under a year. So did something in his life, like in the time that you guys have been together, um, happen where he feels like he needs to leave here, leave Canada and, and take off and do this thing around the world? Or like, had he been talking about it throughout your relationship? Even like when you guys were talking before getting into your relationship, had he always talked about this plan? You know, I've always had this fear that he's going to leave Canada one day. Cause he's not from, he's not from Canada. Um, and he kind of just dropped this bomb on me a couple of weeks ago. Um, and he just wants to go and find himself and travel the world. How long? I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, he's um it sounds he's been unhappy for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know that. I have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've we've been talking to you for 30 seconds and I can tell that this guy's unhappy. I just don't know how long he's been unhappy in the relationship with you. And it probably has nothing to do with you. Um he, you know, there's certain people where he just happened to land in Canada and he met a great woman in you and you make the best of it and maybe you fall in love and you have a real good time. But when somebody has that thing in them where they know in their heart, their life here is only temporary. The only thing he can do is ask you to go with him. And that is where the problem is, because if you don't go, you can't ask him to stay because resentment will set in faster than a flight to India. Mm -hmm. And your relationship will be ruined within a month because he will resent you forever. And whether Um, you say yes or no, he's still going to go on that trip. Yeah. And if you are not that kind of person, if you are not the eat, pray, love, I want to go and travel and maybe, you know, put roots down in somewhere else, maybe not even permanently, maybe let's spend our lives, you know, we'll go and live in Belize or we'll go, you know, other places in South America and then we'll do a year in Australia. If you're not that kind of person, you will never be happy and you will resent him for the rest of your life. Yeah, there's no middle ground with this. There's I'm just no, not a traveler. No, there's, there's no, there is no middle ground. But you sound this. like you may be okay, like, if he just took off and, like, your relationship ended. You know, um, I'm supportive of the travel. It's just I don't know if he's going to come back to Canada to live anymore, and that's where the main issue is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't see myself living in another country. I mean, I love Canada. I grew up here. Um, I just that is what's bothering me the most right now. Yeah, and have you told him all this? Everything that you're saying to us, have you said the exact same thing to him? We, we've we talked about it. Um, we just don't really know what to do at this moment. No, no, no but have you said what you are saying to us, to him? Yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what's his response? Like, he's still going, obviously. Yeah, he's still going on his travels, um, and he said he can't give me an answer, and he doesn't know what to do either at this point. Here's here's what I suggest, is that you, you let him go, because he's got this in him. This isn't a vacation for him. This yeah. is a calling. 
right? Mm -hmm. This is something that he has to do for him. And you're not going to stand in his way. Um, you don't have any kids. You, you know, you, you, right? Correct. I have a dog. No, but you can't. That's not the same thing. Um, and no, and, he's like you got you and your boyfriend. You don't have kids together, right? No, we don't. No, oh, okay. here's what here's what I would suggest. Let him go and do his thing, right? Let him go and do his thing. Give it like three months and figure out when he's in a place that may appeal to you, and buy a ticket and go out and spend a week with him. In, in wherever he is, and you will know immediately whether this is going to work or not. And I only say that if you if you truly love the guy, you know, um, and, and if you if you're willing to just let him go, if he comes back to Canada and is like, yeah, you know what, I, I kind of love it here. Let's do this thing. And then if you're OK to take him back after that, then that's great if you want to make it work. But if you are truly cool with him, you know, allowing him to sort of express himself inside and out. Um, by traveling the world and maybe living somewhere else permanently, you're not going to stop him and you shouldn't stop him. Yeah, just the situation sucks. Nor should he ask you to go with him and uproot your entire life. That's unfair too. There's just no middle ground. I mean, as much as we love each other, yeah. um, I, I, I see the point is he's going to resent me. Of course you will. He's in Canada or I'm going to resent him if he makes me rec- uh, move across the world for him. Yeah. But go and visit him. Go, go on one of his legs of, a, of, of the, of the trip. Ooh, like where, Vegas. Where, <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but go and hang out for a, go and hang out for a couple weeks. See where he's living. See what he's doing. Have, have some, have some fun. See if you guys like reconnect. Uh, but and, and if you're not even that deep into this, then 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 don't bother. Just wait for him to come back. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. No. Also, you're only 28, Jenny. You're good. I don't know. I'm getting up there. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You are. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, you're you're good. But you you fell in love with somebody who is the complete opposite, and I don't mean opposite in just taste, but uh, you guys are two very different people. Does that help, Jenny? It does. I, I kind of just wanted to hear the... You know what you need? A weekend in Vegas. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Love you lots, Jenny. Thank you so much, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are having a kid. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, I love them together yeah. as a couple. I don't know how I feel about Colin Jost. I don't what? really have an opinion on Colin Jost. He seems like a nice guy. Does he, though? I don't well, think I, so. No. You don't think so? No. Why are you so no. skeptical of Colin Jost? I don't know. What's he ever done to you? Nothing. My husband's top five. Really? Yeah. Colin Jost? Jost? Matthew adores and thinks he's the sexiest man. Really? Yeah. Who else is in his top five? He knocked Channing Tatum down. No, he did not. Colin Jost yeah. is above Channing Tatum on Matthew's top five. Whoa. So who, who else? So we have... Colin Jost, we yeah. have Channing Tatum. Who else? Yeah. So there's three more. Oh, my God. I only know of those two. Is Sean Desmond still on it or no? Oh, Sean, sorry. Sean Desmond, of the, course. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so and Sean Mendez yeah. is on there now. Oh, okay. Four. So, okay. okay, so that's oh, four. So who's the last Can time? I tell you? There's yeah. a park near us where Sean Mendez walks his dog right now. Yeah. yeah. And Matthew has wanted to go to that park every day recently to see if maybe we can bump into them so that our dogs can meet. Oh, you guys want to become dog buddies. Right? Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> and then uh, what? And then what? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. What? Sorry. Intercourse? <laughs> like... <laughs> like <laughs> Like I don't know. Good luck with that. Yeah, I, sorry, I fell. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, you just want to be able to say that your dogs play together. Oh, my God, they play so well. And then you can be like, oh, my God, look at how well they play together. Let's exchange numbers. We'll meet back here tomorrow, 430. Like, that's it's the like whole thing. It's like you two have talked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. So so hold on a second. So Colin Jost, though, huh? Colin, when we watch SNL, Matthew will be sleeping, but he's like, wake me for a weekend update. And then really? he'll sit there going, oh, wow, look at Colin Jost. He does that while you're sitting there? Like, yeah. He'll see like, he somebody loves on Colin TV Jost. Yeah. And, just, and get all, like, bothered by it? That's super weird. <laughs> Like, wake man. me from my sleep. Like, I couldn't imagine sitting on the couch beside Catherine watching a show. Yeah. Right? Like, watching anything where there was somebody who was attractive that came on screen where I would put my hand on her leg and go, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <I couldn't. laughs> like, Colin Jones. Babes, <laughs> if I fall asleep, if I, if I fall asleep, okay, you wake me for Rachel Maddow. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yesterday we talked about how Colin Yost, Jost? Colin Jost? Jost was on stage in Connecticut doing a comedy show over the weekend. And he told people in the audience that he and Scarlett Johansson were having a baby. Mm. Fair enough. Nobody knew Scarlett Johansson was pregnant. Congratulations all around. Good news. And then yesterday afternoon, the story became that Colin Joseph and Scarlett Johansson had the baby. So the other day when he said, hey, we're having a baby, he legit meant like in that moment. But did anybody know Scarlett Johansson was pregnant? Nobody. No. Nobody knew. She disappeared. Yeah. Right? She wasn't even, I don't even think she did. Did she do promo for Black Widow? Don't, don't I don't remember. Think I don't remember. So. But if she did, everything was on Zoom, right? Oh yeah, so you wouldn't even be able to tell. You wouldn't even be able to tell. There's no, uh, there was no way. So anyway, so they they had the kid. Uh-huh. Um, they announced it yesterday on Instagram. It's a boy. Yay! His name is Cosmo. Hey! Shout out to Cosmo. Cosmo. Uh huh. That's like an incredibly New York name. So I was just looking now to answer Mocha's question about whether or not Scarlett was doing interviews for Black Widow. Yeah. And on GMA and other interviews, you saw her from the neck up. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh. Like you only really saw her face. And nobody questioned. I guess not. Like if you're on Zoom, right? It's whatever. It is. Colin uh, in his post asked for privacy and directed all inquiries. Uh, to their publicist, Michael Che. <laughs> Wait, also from SNL. <laughs> no, he's not their publicist. We can update, guy. He's not their publicist. It's not obvious. But he's like, hey, if you want to get a hold of us, <laughs> yeah. just DM Michael. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cosmo, I don't know anybody else other than Kramer that was named Cosmo, right? Do you? You ever heard anybody named Cosmo? Mm-mm. Is there any famous Cosmos? Like even in sports, right? Nobody was named Cosmo. No. 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 Not that was all. a big deal when they found out Kramer's name was Cosmo on uh, on Seinfeld. Got the first name, Cosmo. 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 Oh, what's so funny? Like, what season did that happen? Was it early? That's what it was. No, no, it was later season. It's when they all went to meet uh, Cosmo Kramer's mom, Babs, in the bathroom of the restaurant she worked at. But do you know which season? Like, how far in? Season seven, I believe. Was it? Yeah, Yeah, it was late. It was late. Yeah, yeah. They didn't didn't reveal because it didn't even become a question as to whether that was his first name, last name, or whatever. I assumed it was just his first name. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't even even a thing. Shem. Season six, episode 11. There we go. Yeah, so it 
was. It was years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they went years. Although with in that. the first season, his name was Kessler before they changed it to Kramer. Was it? Yeah, for the first season, his name was Kessler. Like the first season on television? Yeah. His name was Kessler? The entire first season. Like the first few episodes, his name was Kessler. Really? Yeah, fun fact. Oh. How do I not know that? Me neither. He's always been Kramer. Like they called him Kessler on the show? Yeah, and then they changed it to Kramer. Yeah. Oh. Jeez, that's weird. I didn't know that. Because I never got into Cosmo, or Cosmo, into Seinfeld until like rerun seasons. I never watched, I I watched like. You didn't, huh? Like when it was on live? Yeah. Periodically? Actually, no, I can't even confirm that. So you were never the. Mm -mm. Oh, it's still on. The must see TV Thursday nights? Thursday nights with Mm -mm. with Seinfeld and Cheers mm -mm. and. No, huh? Nothing like that. Frasier. All my knowledge of Seinfeld comes from watching whenever it pops up on. On really? any of the oh, that's any of the channels, just wasn't on your thing. You didn't Mm-mm. find it. For, what were you watching then? I don't know. What year was that? There was wasn't it the Seinfeld like ran from late uh, ninety five. Was that particular episode? Yeah. No. Was I born then? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Bob Saget's trending right now. Oh, no. Don't because, tell me that. He didn't no, 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 no. Because oh, he's been God. outed. Alec Baldwin was outed for this uh, a while ago, too. But Bob Saget is, he was outed for searching his own name on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Not people who at him, but just people who write his name. He'll search it. And block. So it could pe- just be like Bob Space Saget. Yes. Okay. So he'll search just Bob Saget on yeah. Twitter, and then he looks for people who have said bad things about him, and then he blocks them. No. And then, yeah. And so and so it's people. It's <laughs> actually pretty funny. Yeah, so it's people finding out that they've been blocked by Bob Saget, who have never added him before. And that's what Alec, Prince did. what's that, Maureen? That's what Prince did. Is that that's what Prince did? Yeah, and that's why I'm blocked by Prince. Oh, right. Prince blocked you and then died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Savage move, bro. <laughs> that's like the, that's the ultimate move right there. But yeah, but, uh, but Alec Baldwin does this too, where he was, um, uh, he goes and just searches his own name. And, and then just if starts you, blocking people? And if you say something bad about him, yeah, he just, he just blocks you. Not even an at, like he's just sitting there, like searching on Twitter his own name. But then those people who were blocked, by Bob Saget would have to then go at some point, maybe at a separate time, right? Then go to his Twitter account to see what's going on, right? Yeah, right? and that, yeah, no, you do. And then I thought maybe it's you know people who have you know like their social media team where they just go through and independently do this for them yeah. so maybe it doesn't wind up ever in their feed or it doesn't, got a team? I, don't I don't know so. i don't think so i don't think so to me i think to, that's all him yeah yeah to me bob saget doesn't seem like the guy that has a team but uh but that's why bob saget is trending right now bob saget danny tanner by the way <laughs> from full house in case you're unfamiliar with who bob saget is and filthy in real life filthy in real life yeah very nice though like i get along super oh. well with bob saget yeah, he yeah, wrote yeah. me something not that long ago to say congratulations on something that i i put on social um it wasn't my beard um <laughs> bought, bought a new sprinkler although let me just say this while we're on the while we're on the the, the the thing of people saying nasty stuff about you on social media uh-huh. there's been a lot of people ladies okay over my vacation yeah. who in 2021 have some real strong opinions about my physical appearance oh some really? real strong opinions about my physical appearance what are they saying just that like like saying like 
not like really, really nasty stuff, uh. but stuff that I wouldn't say to somebody else unless they were damn it, Maury. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So if you were to, Maury, if you would like, would you like to repeat, but like look at Maury? No, 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 oh. I don't because it's, it's, it's just like, I didn't oh. ask for anything. I'm on vacation, right? Like let Did my hair, I let them? my hair grow. No, but that's my thing is I didn't start blocking people because I feel that as soon as you start blocking people, that's when they really come after you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm terrified of people ever coming after me on social media. Yo, so what do they do? Like, are they writing cool. Roz Space Weston? Are they No, in the DM. The Shem got dragged into one of these things the other day. Oh, in the DM. You were replying. Like, it's oh, a big no. fun joke. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me be clear. Yeah. Let me be clear. People Shem. were saying nice things about me, and I just happened to like and agree with yeah. them. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that's where it went. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Shem's in there. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, you're so funny. Heart emoji, heart emoji. <laughs> And everything else was like people saying terrible things about me in 2021, going after my physical appearance. I didn't think we did that anymore, but apparently we do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can you turn my computer for a second? I want to play something. Um, I was watching that movie last night, Coda, on Apple. What's Coda? I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. Uh Uh-uh. Coda's about a young girl in high school who is the only one in her family who is not deaf. Okay. And takes place in, I think, like Cape Cod or whatever, and her family, her dad and her older brother, they, they're they fishermen, and mm-hmm. she's on the boat with them and translates, and they got to sell the fish and all this other stuff. So she's the only one in her family that's, that's not, not, deaf. not deaf. Okay. And um, it's a so beautiful. Like I love that movie so much. Mm. And she becomes she's a singer. And oh, okay. the whole thing about the movie is that she loves to sing and then wants to join choir and wants to make something of, of herself, maybe as a singer, but she lacks absolute confidence because nobody's ever heard her sing. She spends all day on the boat singing, spends all day in her house singing, but nobody's ever heard her sing because oh, her family's wow. deaf. Yeah. So she has to sort of get over that hump and then she develops this beautiful relationship with her music teacher at school. And uh, it's a great movie. But in the movie, um, they she's walking around her room with one of her friends and she puts this record on. Okay. And her friend is like, what the hell is this? And then they make mention of it. And um, I've... Is it something that we all know? Uh, no, but oh. I've had so much, so many conversations about this band. There's a band called The Shags, mm-hmm. and they were a real band from like the late 60s, I think it was. And the story with The Shags was it was this dad from like a poor town. He had like seven kids, and the wife had a premonition <laughs> that the daughters were going to become rock stars and sort of get them out of poverty, right? Uh-huh. So he pulled the kids out of school his three daughters at a school, got them instruments. He did give them basic lessons, although lessons were very expensive and they couldn't afford it, Mm -hmm. and basically had them practicing music in the basement for like 12 hours a day, and then he would have them do calisthenics, like jumping jacks before bed. Work up that cardio. Work up that cardio. And this was his philosophy on how to build the world's greatest band. This is the guy from the Shags. This is, no, this is the dad of the the Shags. The dad of the Shags. The dad of the three young girls. Okay. But 
he pushed them so fast and had them doing shows where he would put them on stages in the local community and like retirement homes and people would throw cans at them because they were so bad. But he just wanted his daughters to be rock stars. So he started recording them and they made an album when they were not ready at all to make an album. That album is now legendary. Rolling Stone's done stories on it. Kurt Cobain called it one of his favorite albums of all time. Because it's so bad? So here, I'm going to play you a little bit from The Shags. This is a, a song called... And old folks are throwing cans at these kids. <laughs> this is a song called yeah. My Pal Foot Foot. And this is off the legendary album uh, by The Shags. So listen to this. Now, a couple things people have pointed out. Uh-huh. Okay, Number come- one, that it's trash. Okay, but here's like what a couple people have pointed out is um, when you actually listen to it, they're terrible, right? Yes, they, they, they are. don't know what they're doing. No, but everything don't. that they do do is very deliberate. Like it's not like somebody just grabbed a guitar and just started like hammering on it. Like, they, like they, it. they don't miss strums, even though the drums are completely, I don't even know what she's doing on those drums. Oh, they were recording she, that like live? She doesn't like miss it. This is the album. With, oh, this is the album. So they were like singing with the instruments like that. Absolutely. At the same time. At the same time. I mean, it sounds like it. Right. <laughs> So this is, if you ever wondered what would happen if you gave people instruments that have never really played instruments before and as them record an album, this is what you get. Like, I don't know which beat to, <laughs> to follow, whether it's like what they're singing or the actual music, like the instruments. This is what happens when your wife has a dream that your daughters are going to be rock stars, and then the dad <laughs> goes to the extreme. It pulls them out of school. It pulls them out of school. My favorite comment on this, on the, if you go on YouTube and start listening to Shag songs, the comment sections are the absolute best. Uh, my favorite comment, though, for this song is, <laughs> this song feels like calling your teacher mom by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Paradise is back, baby. Tell me about it. It is my absolute favorite in everything Bachelor Nation, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, you live for paradise, huh? Oh, my God. This is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was only able to watch an hour of it last night, but from the hour that I watched. How long is it? Two? It's two hours. I know Shem and Devin Moore watch the uh, the full episode. This was Um, my first time ever watching Bachelor in Paradise. So you've never watched Paradise. This is my first time, and I'll tell you this. I will never stop watching. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the people who are on this season, I have no idea who they are. Right. Some of them didn't last too long on the seasons that they were on, although some of them I do recognize. Uh, David Spade was announced like a long time ago as one of their celebrity guest hosts. So he was there on episode one last night. Welcome to uh, Bachelor in Paradise. It's literally like a mile. Am I, st- am I too close? Here's my mark. Welcome to the show. And this is the show where the guys are good looking, the girls are good looking, and I'm the host. But I'm not a contestant, so I'm off limits. (laughs) Anyway, I've checked around 
I've checked out the situation. I got my ear to the tracks. I have to tell you without exaggerating, this could be the most dramatic Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> ever in history. <laughs> yes. Or at least top 20. All right. Well, let's get the show going. Who cares about me? So I love him. I think that <laughs> upcoming host, so by the way, I think next week's little John Lee of Titus Burgess coming up, and they yeah. also have Lance Bass. Yeah. Um, one person thought the, uh, the celebrity guest host was not going to be David Spade. This is what Tammy said on the show last night, Bachelor in Paradise. What? Hi. Hi, Dave. <laughs> it's Dave now. <laughs> I feel like we're close. I walk into the gates of paradise, and I see a man with long blonde hair. I thought it was John Paul Jones at first. But it is Dave Chappelle, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you expect for you to be working with us in paradise? No, I lost oh. a bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> like, wow. come on, you have to know who Dave Chappelle looks like. Well, you or were... was she like kind of flustered, caught up in the moment, and she meant to say David Spade? She knew it was a Dave somebody. Well, they're definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> also, John Paul Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. I don't Remember even know G who that is. That's a former contestant. No. Uh, no. Is it? Is, isn't he John a singer? G no. J J he's a... Wait, isn't John Paul... Is, no, he's a singer. No, John Paul Jones was in Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking the JP... What's the guy? Oh, never mind. Never mind. One of the other guys one from the other, yeah, one Bachelor of the other guys Nation. Bachelor Nation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, grocery store Joe is back. Grocery oh store yeah. Joe from Chicago. Oh, that everybody God. I loves. Felt so bad for this guy last night. Um, so he starts to form this instant connection. He's like really feeling Serena P. Oh. Serena P. Who we've had on the Rosamond yeah. show before. Serena P. Who used to be a swim instructor. Her boss is the one that taught me how to swim last year. Oh, my God, that's right. A small that's world. Right. <laughs> but listen to how Joe, super nervous, talking to women, right? Here is his way of flirting with, with Serena P, okay? Okay. This is so weird. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Thank you. Look straight ahead. Okay. Pretty, it's pretty. It is pretty. Okay. Now look to your right. Lower. Love you guys. First, Stop it. <laughs> first bachelor couple. Yeah. The vibe here on the beach is very chill. People are already connecting. So it definitely seems possible to find love in paradise. So you're from Toronto, born and raised? From Toronto, born and raised. Okay. Toronto is very ugly from the outside, but beautiful in. <laughs> Not like you. You're, you're, Thank you're beautiful you. from the outside. And I just can't figure out what your insight is yet. My insight's fantastic. I think so. Thanks. Right, you're coming off good. <laughs> Thanks. And he wow. like instantly regretted that comment. Wow. Wow. By, um, the, by the way, there is another John Paul Jones who's like some young singer that I never heard of before. But I guess that's who she meant. He's like young and dashing and blonde. Um, but I think the, the biggest takeaway from episode one of Bachelor in Paradise yeah. is when one of the contestants... She walks down the stairs and she sees somebody on the beach who'd arrived earlier okay. and was like, OMG, I know you. Oh, no. Yes. Ooh, and right? he was like, excuse me, from where? 
Listen to this. Tajwan walks down the steps, and I'm just like, man, I gotta grab this woman. She's gorgeous. She's walking with confidence, and I'm interested immediately. Awesome. This is the case. Oh, look yeah. who it is. I know you. Hi, in person. Want to go chat a little Yeah, let's go talk. Yeah, so I know Trey because I went on a date with his uncle. Oh. How you been? <laughs> I've been amazing. <laughs> I don't think he knows. I'm glad your uncle introduced us. How did you meet him? Dating out. He's... <laughs> so this guy's oh, uncle oh, DM'd her, oh. and she went on a date with him. Oh. You can't date somebody after they dated your uncle. Oh, uh, <laughs> and it's not like, you know, like distant uncle. It's, no. his, it's his mother's brother. Right. Uncle Horny. All up in her DMs. But the two of them ended up like hitting it off, right? No, yeah. oh, but it gets yeah. so yes. it gets so awkward. Like they more they, awkward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? because they hit it off. They yeah. start flirting. Next thing you know, they start kissing. Okay, I'm excited to see what this turns into. I like talking to you. You have really good energy. Um, you are a very quality woman so far, and like I'm very interested, you know, getting to know you. And this is an amazing place to be. Right. Like, if there's a better start to a story, I don't know it. So. Yeah. I'm definitely excited. I need it's someone not who's gonna... gonna go for it, and mm. they know what they want. Okay, so the kiss happens. Yeah. Right. A long kiss. Boom. That was pretty. That was pretty certain. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Great kiss. I'm very caught off guard right now. I don't know what's happening anymore. It's only day one. Huh? I really enjoyed kissing Trey. More than his uncle. Oh my god. Oh. Right? Oh, 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 come on, man. Come on. Oh, that's so gross. It's so gross. I swear to God, this is the reason why I love Bachelor in Paradise. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There was a fan account that posted a picture of Drake in the studio and. You know the heart that he had shaved into the front of his head. Yeah, because he's a certified lover boy. Yeah, and it was and it was looking real faded. Mm. And the account said that heart is stressed <laughs> with the a bunch of uh, cry laughing emojis. And then Drake responded and said, "I had COVID. That ish grew in weird. I, I had know, to start again. It's coming COVID. back. Don't diss." I didn't know COVID made your hair. COVID does a lot of weird things to a lot of different people. And I guess for Drake, his hair started growing in weird, right? COVID, you you go go and look at some of the bizarro side effects that COVID has left people with that are very unique to like certain individuals. And we know some, we know somebody who's a good friend of a friend who I don't know if she can still walk right. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. (gasps) Had to relearn physio, really physio, everything, the whole thing. Teach her how to walk again. Got COVID like when, like recently, at the beginning. or at the beginning? Oh wow! Yeah, at the beginning. Wow. Yeah, still doesn't walk right. Hmm. Yeah, but Drake's hairline apparently was affected, and that's why the heart has been looking a little sad. He never said like when, right? No, that's the thing he didn't say. Is he hmm. didn't he didn't say when, and he never said you know exactly how bad or what the other side effects were or what he because had to do. If you look at the timeline of his life. Like, he travels a lot still. 
right? Yeah. He was in Vegas. He was in Miami. Yeah. Um, wherever the built where the Billboard Awards were in L.A. and he rented out the football stadium yeah. to throw the big party. Yeah. He was shooting videos at the very beginning of all of this. Yeah. Right. So he didn't say when, but mm. you can sort of, I guess, you can look. It's going to be sometime between when he first shaved the heart in his hair. And before that? And and the way it is now. Oh, and the way it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the heart used to look great, mm-hmm. right? And now it doesn't because it's his hair's grown in wonky. Yeah, no so shade, it, by the way, Drake. Right. So it has to be at some point between then and now, like somewhere in the middle. But I was trying to think, like, was there a moment where Drake sort of dropped off and, and you know, even for a little while of where you might have been able to, to think that that was the run that he had, that he had COVID? I don't pay enough attention to him, but... I don't his think, life. Like he's still posting. Like he's still pretty active. But posting on, with words, you can still social, do right? that, right? Do you think that when he said his like what was it his knee or his ankle was sore? Do you think he made that up just so he could get out of the spotlight for COVID? No, because this heart the heart design happened way after. Way after. Way, way after. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Shem. Yeah, I was gonna say in and around that that uh that music video for Tuesday slide. Before that he didn't we didn't really see Drake and then he kind of appeared afterwards uh in that music video no right? but even then, still the heart in the in the the heart shape in his hair that design came like way, way after, after. Really? Well, can you DM yeah way ask? after way after no, he don't reply to me yeah man. i do him all the time it happened way it happened way <laughs> after but anyway <laughs> but anyway so if you're wondering why uh drake's uh heart shaved into his head is looking a little stressed uh, according to drake it's because he had covid and his hair grew in weird damn the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast as the world um, slowly gets back to some sort of a new normal, companies are starting to bring people back into the office on kind of a, a hybrid model where you come into the office three days a week yeah. and two days you work from home. There are some companies who are saying if you come in to work two out of those three days, it has to be like a Monday and like a Thursday or a Monday and a Friday. Right, so people don't book themselves long weekends every day or exactly. every week, right? Yeah. Um, so the question was asked if people would take a 25% pay cut to keep working from home. 25%? Yeah. That's a lot. Because surprisingly, a lot of people would much rather work from home. Like yeah. even just before I even read this, just through conversation and, you know, stuff that you see on the news, like when they interview people, yeah. a lot of people just enjoy it better. Yeah. I thought they'd be sick and tired of it and just like want to be back in that work environment. Or office environment, right? Uh, so 65% of people said that they would actually take a 5% pay cut right. to work from home okay, permanently. Yeah. 38% would take a 10% pay cut. 15% of people would take a 25% pay cut. It's a big number. To keep working remotely. That's a big number. Other things people would be willing to give up okay. in order to work from home yeah. permanently. 39% would give up their health insurance benefits. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Half of people, half of them surveyed, would give up vision insurance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Glasses, yeah, I can stuff see like that. that, right? Sure, yeah. 44% would give up dental. Jeez. Yo, man, going to the dentist is hella expensive. It is. I don't know. I don't know if I could give that up to work from home. No. I mean, working, we haven't had to work from home. Working from home is an interesting one. I've talked to a lot of people who are hell-bent on never returning to the office. 
And, yeah, and a, and a couple of things that they say, it, it, it's not even so much the ease of working from home, but it's what working from home does for the rest of your life, meaning you no longer have to spend your Sunday on your day off doing the laundry. Yeah. Because when you work from home, you can put a load in. Uh, when you hear it beep, when you're when you wait for the conference call to finish, you go downstairs, you flip it, you know, you throw it in the dryer. Like you get all your life stuff done yeah. while you're still right? while you're still at home. And not only that, but you have a quarter of a glass of white wine near you at all times. <laughs> <laughs> right? Think about what working you're not getting, from nobody's, home. Nobody's getting hammered working from home. But after that long Zoom meeting that maybe yeah. didn't go well. You need a little one, two there's, sip. There's a couple <laughs> sips there. And it is always an arm length away. Right? Uh-huh. And that is a lot of things that people are no longer willing to give up because it makes life very good. But think about what working from home does for the rest of your family. Like... Sure, you're saving on laundry and stuff, but it adds a lot of stress. If, okay, if I never went back to ET Canada and I told Catherine I'm going to be permanently working from home ET Canada, uh, doing ET Canada, it would be one of the greatest days of her life. Really? Yeah, to have me oh. home all the time. Because Matthew is like dying to you, stay you, home but, and I'm like... I, I, but I, you I, speak about your relationship and how much you hate being together like we can all relate. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so again, uh, 25% of uh, uh, like how many... Uh, what would you... Sorry, would you take 25%, 25% pay cut to keep working from home? Uh, think about re- how much you're saving on gas too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, Marty, you, you, you spent $30 a month on gas. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, other things people say that they would give up or uh, what they would adjust. 53% would work an extra 10 hours a week. Oof. Um, 55% would give up social media for a year in order to work from home. Easy. 52% of people would give up Netflix. No. No. 52% also said uh, the same thing about Amazon deliveries. No. They'd give up. No. And uh, 34 34- percent of people would give up their right to vote in all future elections <laughs> of course in a second <laughs> in a home. second y'all bras and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you candace girl welcome to the Roz and mocha show Woo, baby Hi. we have lots to talk about huh oh yeah what is going on with your life what's on your mind uh, my ex has unblocked me and wants me back uh should i give him another chance so you says razamoka fix my life i dated a guy for three years he doesn't have any post-secondary education which bugged my family since i have a degree and they value education mm. we broke up in january but we kept seeing each other pretty much every week because we can't stay away from each other. I told him I'm going to start dating because I'm not going to sit around and wait for him to change. And he got upset and blocked me on everything. Finally, he unblocks me and tells me he still loves me, but he's also started dating. Meanwhile, I didn't start dating. Does he deserve a second chance? Wow. Why did you guys break up? He had issues with lying and just other problems that we would fight about so what do you mean issues with um, lying like so yeah. he was lying what was he lying about oh like uh, he was like earlier in our relationship like maybe the first year of our relationship he um lied about things like deleting conversations or he'd be out all night and like didn't tell me what he was doing so um things like that and it really bothered me because i came from like a pretty toxic relationship before that where uh he lied to me and um, my like current ex knew that I had come from a place of trust issues, and yeah, he he 
did it to me again. So you think he was like talking to other girls or like hooking up with other girls? Um, yeah, he wasn't hooking up, maybe talking, but he was definitely like doing things like going out partying and not letting me know. No. Do you trust him? Um, now maybe more than before, but now that he's like kind of started dating again, I'm like, no, not really. Why are you contemplating going, taking him back? Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we've broken up, like honestly, maybe like half a year ago, but like, I just, I think it's the comfort. Um, he's also kind of become like my best friend in the last, like, you know, three years or whatever. So no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. I think, I think, um, I think you've given us way too many reasons already in the short time that we've talked to you, uh, (laughs) as to why you should not be in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Is he still with someone right now? Like he says he wants you back, but do you know, like for a fact that he's not with somebody else right now? Um, like I know he's just on dating apps. I don't think he's like in a full relationship with anyone, but, uh, yeah. He's, That's all I know. He's seeing people casually. I think you're very mm-hmm. easy. For, I think you're very easy for him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that maybe you've been hurt in the past, and you get attached easily, and he knows that he can get away with certain things, and he knows that as soon as he unblocks you, you're going to be right there for him. And I think that you are very easy for him. And one of the reasons why I think that you feel that you need to keep running back to him is because you didn't get the closure that you felt that you needed in order to put this relationship behind you. Also, it was three years, so it's very familiar. Yeah. Right? Everything about him is very familiar. But I think you also have to, like, keep in mind all the the reasons why you didn't trust him in the first place, right? Keep that in yeah, your mind as well. True. So uh, it sounded like it ended weird when it did end. And and, <laughs> yeah. and, and you, you were still obviously heartbroken. There was no real closure. And the door was maybe left open a little bit when it should have been shut hard. We always say that when you're breaking up with somebody, you need to be, you need to be blunt, but you need to be compassionate. And you got to walk away and you got to have the balls to... say what you need to say in order to not leave somebody there waiting. And when something's over, you need to tell them that it's over. You don't have to be a jerk about it, but you have to tell somebody that it's over. And that goes for you too, if you wanted to end something. When that doesn't happen, you sit there waiting. And he knows that you're waiting. And for him, you are very easy. And that makes life great for a guy who likes to lie and play on Tinder, but also still have a girlfriend. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's definitely the comfort that I keep going back to him and I reminisce the good things, but, you know, ignore all the bad things that I hate about him, right? Yeah. yeah. Candace, you deserve so much better. Yeah. All right. You don't sound happy right now. I don't think you're going to be happy <laughs> with this guy uh, because this is, you know, obviously on your mind so much, which is contributing to the unhappiness. You deserve to be happy. I think you can do so much better uh, for yourself. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you're the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call him? <laughs> uh, I, I would. Nev- I mean, if, geez, with something like this, I, w- I would never tell you to dump a guy when it's a relationship. Yeah. Where it's where it's a relationship. Like it's 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 your it's your choice. But mm-hmm. just just don't be don't be somebody's easy decision. You know what I mean? Like don't don't be don't be the thing that somebody knows is always there regardless. Don't be that person. Hey, uh, you no, said that. Sure. When you guys broke up in January, since then, though, that you've still been, like, seeing each other and stuff. Have you been hooking up during that time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of oh, okay. course. Yeah. Of course. 
He feels, it's he, the pandemic. Like, you don't really meet a lot no, of other people. So I get it. It's comforting, right? Yeah, he feels like home, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but when you but when you start having, you know, when you can't really pick out the good days and you're basing your good days on the fact that they're just not awful days, those aren't actually good days. You know, mm-hmm. you're just you're just having fewer real crap days. That's all. Yeah. You <laughs> oh deserve God, to be yeah. happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm just going to cut him off. Oh, wow. Oh, say that again? I, say that again? Your phone cut out. He's I, not listening oh, in. Is sorry, he? I think I was just going to cut him off. Oh. Like, yeah. I thought he was about I, to cut I, you off the line. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, you do you, girl. Thank you so much. Sending you lots of love. Thank you. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, so Jeopardy begins taping its new season today. Oh, with, with the new host? With Mike Richards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Producer and- of the show now. Turn co-host. And I, there's a lot. Everybody's digging into Mike Richards now. So he just had to release uh, uh, a statement and an apology for past comments he's made. I'll get to that in a second. But a couple of things I didn't know. I thought that Mike Richards was there for a whole lot longer than what he was. Hey, Maury, come in here for a second. Because he was a producer of... Uh, Wheel. Wheel of Fortune. So Wheel, not The Price is Right, too, or no? No. Uh, he yes, was before. He, no, oh, he was oh, before. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so he replaced a guy named Harry Friedman. Harry Friedman was the producer of Wheel and Jep for 25 years and 23 years wow, for incredible. both those shows. Um, Mike Richards, when he came in, Alex Trebek got sick like within months of him taking over the show. So it's not like Mike Richards had been there for years and had built this great relationship with Alex Trebek. Oh. I thought he had been there a whole lot longer. No, because Same. before Mike Richards was a guy named Rocky Schmidt. He, there's, you know, he's still there. They, they, they switched roles. Yeah, yeah. So he's, so he's still there. So Mike um, Richards has only been producer of Jeopardy for he was, like he was, a year plus. He was only the executive producer of Jeopardy. He hasn't been the executive producer of Jeopardy for long. Oh. Um, now Jeopardy has been untouchable for 25 years by network executives because Jeopardy alone in one year brings in the network 125 million dollars. Wow. And over the course of their runs, they say that Jeopardy has brought in uh, Sony two billion dollars. Wheel of Fortune has brought <gasps> in one billion. Syndication and all the rights. That's all, that's and all, all that, it is. Yeah. Wow. Um, so. So I know that you guys were talking about how this host search wasn't really a host search. Well, because they never specifically said that. But they did. No, they, they didn't. They, yes, they did. They did. Because they came out, the executive producers and Sony came out to say that with the collection of people that they had, they were going to use analytics and focus groups and every everything, everything available to determine who was the person that the audience liked the most based on who was hosting uh after the death oh, of that, after, they say that. after the death yeah, of that, Alex I, that i didn't know this was all this it's all available okay mm. so here's the thing mike richards wasn't supposed to be one of them did he replace somebody so if you remember what after alex trebek died ken jennings came in and did a whole long run yeah of hosting for the mm. show after he after he passed away mm. um there was a conflict because Ken Jennings had to go and host that show, The Chase. Internally, the other producers at Jeopardy said we could accommodate the schedule and move it around so Ken Jennings wouldn't have to miss a week. The only reason Mike Richards went in, if you remember the first day he hosted, was because he said that there was a conflict with Ken Jennings and Ken Jennings couldn't be there so, that week. But in theory, they could have fixed that. They could have fixed he that. He wanted to host. He put himself in there. Now, mm. it's it's worth saying that he's hosted before. He hosted Beauty and the Geek. Right, but not this. He was never going to be one of the people 
in contention for this job. Well, now, in theory, as executive producer, he could easily do what he wants. He could say, I want to host, I'm going to host. Also, also, when all of the episodes were collected and delivered to focus groups, Mike Richards apparently had the sole decision and discretion on which episodes were chosen and submitted. Oh, oh, scandalous. So he could take his best episode. Correct. Put it to that focus group and maybe take like LeVar Burton's worst episode. Correct. So what he perceived this as being to his bad. benefit. Correct. Okay. Okay. That's so dirty. So this is the problem with Jeopardy is because right now the one thing that Jeopardy has always had, especially with Alex Trebek, was its integrity. Mm-hmm. And the problem now isn't that Mike Richards isn't likable. It's that Jeopardy is losing integrity. Because that's the one thing that they've always had. But now let me because ask you this. this was so shady the way everything they, the way everything went that down. That was all behind the scenes, but in front of the camera, like he could be doing a great job, right? Like I mean, maybe he is a good no, host. No, but for integrity this. matters though, right? But like, it's the integrity now, now, now of the, the process. Now that that's the news, the sure, now that, that the news is out there, the uh, the perception of Mike Richards will be changed. Right. right. But they're still gonna go ahead and tape with him. Yeah, he's starting today. And uh, Mike Richards also uh, releasing a statement to People magazine. So they went through people have been going through and digging up everything they can on Mike Richards and how the the lawsuits that were levied against him when he was in charge of the prices right that were settled at a court and a few of them were dropped, uh, but they went through his old podcasts and oh, found gosh. the way that he had talked about women in his podcast, women that he had worked with on The Price is Right and on the podcast. And so he just released a statement saying, uh, it is humbling to confront a terribly embarrassing moment of misjudgment, thoughtfulness, and insensitivity from nearly a decade ago. Looking back now, there is no excuse, of course, for the comments I made on the podcast, and I am deeply sorry. The podcast was intended to be a series of irreverent conversations between long time friends who had a history of joking around even with the passage of time it's more than clear that my attempts to be funny and provocative were not acceptable so he's already having to and and he deleted all the podcasts by the way like he's erasing his history like he's oh. erasing his past yeah so the one thing that so Jeopardy, he doesn't have that podcast no more no no it, it hadn't been on for a long time but he but just deleted all the past episodes so the one thing that jeopardy always had was integrity and the, the what people are worried about now about the future of jeopardy is that that's the one thing that they've lost within a week. Wow. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got to show you this video. Um, Boston Dynamics. This is the company behind those. Uh, we've all seen the videos already. The robotic dogs and like oh, the. Black, ro- the the Black Mirror company. Yeah. Yeah. And like the robot robots that yeah, move yeah, like humans. Yeah. They jump. They climb. They those can jump and turn. Crazy, man. So have you seen the new video? No. That they released yesterday? No. It's trending number two right now on YouTube. 2.1 million views already. Okay. Um, so the new video has these two robots jumping and running on these angled platforms. They run upstairs, little wooden stairs. Yeah. Uh, jump onto tables, jumping off tables. It's like a Ninja Warrior kind of course. Right. That these robots. Ninja are. Robot Warrior? Yeah. One jumped over a wooden plank, then they jump onto a table, they do a synchronized move, they backflip off the table onto another platform, Mm -hmm. and then they backflip again onto the floor. One of the robots throws his arms in the air in victory. The other robot, after jumps off, jumping off the table, makes a clean land. I'm telling you right now, this robot 
brushes his friggin' shoulders. No, he doesn't. Swear. No, he doesn't. I'm going to show you this video right now. And you tell me. This Come isn't on, scary man. as hell. Okay? Watch. Like, how is that not a guy in a suit? Like, clean jumps, too, right? He's running on the platform, the angled platforms. Now running up some wooden stairs onto a table. Jumps. Jumps. Jumps down. Jumps down again. Balance beam. Down on the ground. Here comes, the Here comes guy number two. Like, I, I, can I tell you, though, that the reason why this is maybe not as impressive as it should be is because I, I, I just feel like I'm watching a movie where this is CG. Right. Okay, like, watch this. Watch. I, like, I would have now to they're be both in on the, the table. Room. Watch the synchronized move. Watch, watch, watch. Boom. Backflip. Wow. Backflip again Backflip onto the floor. Again. Look. Did you see that one do yeah. the, the shoulder brush? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Isn't that nuts? Can you and can you believe that we're only like like 19 years ago we were all blown away by the Roomba? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 19 years ago we were all blown away by the Roomba, yeah. and now there's robot ninja warriors. Yeah, like synchronized synchronized robot ninja warriors. I saw I saw a picture the other day. Somebody had a Roomba, and I guess they went to work, and the Roomba, um, the dog pooped in the um, kitchen, and then the oh, Roomba no. and the Roomba ran over it oh, and, no. and carried it. <laughs> Everywhere, everywhere, all, all throughout the entire house. Not like, even the Roomba can save not, that house. Not now. even the Roomba can oh, save that no. house, right? You know what I mean? Like oh, we're, no. but we're, but we're only nineteen years from Roomba to this. Yeah, like that is incredible. Like this is Black Mirror kind of thing. Yeah, it's actually pretty scary. Like it's impressive. Don't get me wrong. It is. But it is scary as hell. Yeah, because it's only a matter of time before they're like, oh, the police force just got our order of our robots. And yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's but RoboCop. The thing that's scary is that we only see two of these things in this video. Yeah. Boston Dynamics right now in their warehouse. Yeah. How many more of these exist? I know. I know. I know. I don't, man, I'll tell you, I don't want to fight the Clone War. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, don't, I, I don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't want to join a rebellion and fight back. But uh, you know? if you if you haven't seen this video right now, it's uh, by Boston Dynamics. Just uh, it's called Partner. <laughs> the video, it, the title of it is actually kind of scary too. Yeah, it's called Partners in Parkour. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have. To, I don't want to fight a Terminator. I don't. And that's exactly what these are. Yeah. There's two of them in this video. They're both wanna. Terminators. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to get your opinion on this. Um, there's a string of hotels in the U.S that are looking to lower the price of your hotel stay by testing out a la carte style of booking where typically when you book your hotel stay, you get access to everything that hotel has to offer, right? right? You may get to go to their hot tub or use the pool or use the gym or whatever, sure, whatever, sure. right? So these hotels, what they're testing out is they're going to charge you less for your hotel stay Let's say you don't want to use the pool, but you want to use the gym. They'll charge you like 20 bucks to use the gym. Right. Or you don't use the gym. Maybe you want to use the pool. They'll charge you 20 bucks to use the pool. Maybe right. you want to check in early. They'll charge you this much to check in early. Maybe you want a late checkout. They charge you this much for a late checkout. Right. Uh, the times that I've stayed in hotels, very rare, almost never would I use the gym or the pool. So for somebody like me, I would rather take a discount on my hotel room 
than to pay what they would normally charge to get access sure. to all those things. The one time, there was literally one time I had ever used the gym at a hotel. Yeah. And that was when I went to see WrestleMania in Detroit. And you felt like you had to get pumped before WrestleMania? <laughs> and I went to work out the morning of. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. In case this, in case they tapped you on the shoulder, right? I was like, like, we need up. you. You're yeah. up. Yeah? Good for you. I would have done that too. <laughs> Undertaker yeah. needs you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real story here. Is that you went all the way to Detroit and worked out for the hopes of getting into the ring at, at WrestleMania. That's the story I want to hear. What'd you pay for that room? Uh, but have they, did they, did they list at all what the price differences would be? Uh, no, they no. haven't. They yeah. Haven't. I always find with Alec, with, with a la carte options, you wind up paying as much or even more. Yeah. Right. So it's not about somebody who doesn't want anything paying less. It's more about somebody who wants to use everything paying more than they normally sure. would. So it's not like they're going to because you can always get a discount room rate right like you mm. can go on those websites and get a discount room rate but if you have to do all the a la carte directly with the hotel maybe like when you check in or you got to call ahead of time sure so you those those rates are never going to go down it's always going to be x amount of dollars for the gym and the pool and the everything else yeah. so if you do wind up getting a discount hotel rate you're going to wind up paying more for the extras than you actually would for so it's the not room even worth it i mean it's, I don't, it's all it's all I'm relative. with you. Like I don't use that stuff anyway. Like I don't use the pool. I don't. Yeah. I don't use the gym. Obviously, <laughs> right? Um, Not even if it were WrestleMania weekend. No, no, I don't. You know, I never. I've never got on a plane and flown anywhere and thought I might have to fight somebody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> When I got there. Actually, actually, no, I do remember the second time there are. So there's two times and they're both wrestling related. Okay. okay yeah. So that one time in Detroit, WrestleMania weekend, yeah. I worked out at the gym. Right. The second time was at the Beverly in LA. Yeah. When I had to go and interview The Rock. Oh, you worked out before you interviewed The Rock? And I worked out the morning yeah. that I had to go interview The Rock. Right. Just to get like, what, a little swole? Like, a little like, bit, like yeah. one workout was he was going to be like, whoa, look at no, you. No, it was like a, it was, I worked out for like an hour and a half. It's, that's not good, man. You like heavyweight, no. heavy. So like everything on me was swollen. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, Toronto Mocha. Who's this? Uh, this is Ahmad. How are you? Good, man. What's going on? Um, so last night while driving, we were listening to this really old podcast. Um, like somebody called in and said about the, uh, it was a riddle. And my wife was listening to Maury and she was like, who is this guy? Is he special? I was like, no, this guy's normal. Like he, he's like a normal guy, you know? Okay, hold on. So, so, um, so somebody, so you listened to an old episode of a podcast where somebody called in to give a riddle and what Maury was a, a riddle for the room or, or a riddle specifically for Maury? For Maury, you know, it was okay. what has five, four words, never has five words and something has nine words. Right. Letters, letters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was on a recent letters. episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maury went from like brother-in-law and my wife was just giving me the blank look. She's like, you listen to this all day long. I was like, oh, it's fun. <laughs> like, this guy's amazing. Oh, damn. So she's like, she's like, how come this guy, Maury, ended up with Roz and Mocha? Like, these two guys are sophisticated, but Maury <laughs> is, is like a good looking guy. Sometimes wow. not, like, he's not good with math or anything like that, but, you no. know. So 
how come? Hold on, Ahmad, you said that Mori was a good-looking guy. There is nothing else to defend. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. <laughs> that, so uh, I don't think that Maury. This is. This, I know that this sounds like sort of disparaging, but I think that uh, Maury. I think uh, somebody's saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. Come in here, my love. Correct me if I'm wrong. But somebody's saying um, <laughs> that your looks are your best quality, or when you do something foolish. Uh, somebody said to you, good thing you're so good looking. That is the highest compliment you could ever earn, correct? I'm going to go home a happy man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, you can just tell your wife that the thing that we always say about uh, uh, Dammit Maury is that he is, uh, Dammit Maury is good at certain things, just not most things. Oh, thanks, Ron. <laughs> but the question is, how come he got hired uh, with you guys? <laughs> come like, on, man. Chemistry. Come on. My wife was like, there, there is no chemistry between... Uh, you know, with Maury and Roz and Mocha. Like, there's nothing. Okay. Ask your wife if she thinks that the show would be better without Maury, or is it better with Maury? No, and then, I have... And then, that, have and then that's your to, answer. I have listened to every single episode, and I can tell you, no, you need Maury. Like, yeah. he is... He is like the salt in the, the food, you know? <laughs> Mocha. Uh -huh. The salt dude, in the food. Dude said I'm good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have said that, by the way, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, should have kept that. I know, now he's on the pedestal, right? Yeah, you should have kept that one to yourself. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Ahmad. My apologies. Right on, brother. Aren't you going to ask me the question? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, pants down, Roz. <laughs> Hands down, pants down, Roz. Shem, this dude said I'm good looking. Oh, yeah, shut he's up, not well. Look at that Maury talking. Look at the way voices right now. I'm going to take that back from you. Thank now, you. Man. Yeah, <laughs> take it back. Yeah, let's take it back. You guys are the best. Thank you so Re much. Retracted, stricken from the record, my man. Thank you so much, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, let me tell you this story. Please. Has to do with OnlyFans. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I read about this in the uh, New York Post today. Allie Ray from Boston. Should I know her? No. Oh, okay. Is an NICU nurse. She's 37. She's got three kids. Right. She was a nurse. Okay. Until the hospital a she baby works nurse. for. Uh, found out about her OnlyFans page, but it's the way they found out about it. Okay. So when COVID started, and like even now, much like all medical staff, uh, Allie was working like a crazy amount of hours. She's pulling in like 14-hour days, right? So as a hobby to get her mind off of her day job, this is according to her. Okay. Right? She started posting like bikini shots on Instagram. Okay. And the likes started coming in, and she got up there to like 75,000 followers. And then the DMs started blowing up. So she decided to go on OnlyFans where she now has like 69,000 followers and growing, right? Right. And what Ali says is, I posted two photos and I had people sign up for probably about two weeks without me posting anything else. Okay. The numbers kept going up and up and up. After that first month and a half... We easily cleared $8,000. It was kind of crazy. As a nurse, I was making six, maybe seven grand a month. So this was real money. Her husband, by the way, helps take some of the photos and videos that she posts on OnlyFans. Super weird, man. What if it comes a couple's thing? I don't know about that. Um, so on her OnlyFans, she never said where she worked. She never even gave her real name. Right. Right? There's Ali Gray is like a fake sure. name, right? Yeah. Uh, in order to keep it a secret from the people that she works with. 
but six coworkers found some of the, like, the more tame content that she had on her Instagram, and then they found, ended up finding her OnlyFans page. Other okay. nurses at the hospital. So she works with people who are OnlyFans fans. They, no, 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 no. Oh. They did some digging because they were like, why? why? Exactly. Why you gotta be so busy? So here's what they did because they did some digging. They found out about the Instagram page and like, hold on, what's this? And then they started digging around, found why, her why OnlyFans you, page. so busy? Right? And then they subscribed no. to her OnlyFans page for the sole purpose of taking screenshots and then snitching to the hospital. And then the hospital Man. said to her, you either got to give up your job here yeah. or you got to give up your OnlyFans page. She decided to give up her job at the hospital. Right. And not OnlyFans. Right. Where now on OnlyFans, like at her day job, when she was working in a hospital, she said she was making six, maybe seven grand a month. As so OnlyFans with is her only income right now. Yeah. She's pulling in two hundred thousand dollars a month. Oh, you can make that much money. You can make that much money as a nurse on OnlyFans. I mean, she's not a nurse now. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like that's incredible. Why you gotta be so busy though? Yeah. But she's not in politics. Like she's in, like you know what's wrong with what? Obviously, obviously, people are just like why you got like why you gotta do that to a coworker? Why you go looking through their Instagram and yeah. like cross referencing and then turn into wanna, the and detective. then wanna, and wanting to screen grab and yeah. like snitch on them and like I get it if you're putting people in danger, right? Like I and get that. And she did everything to hide her real life identity. Sure, yeah. from the world, right? Yeah, but and you, it's these six work, coworkers yeah. who, in order to get that information to get this girl to choose between her day job and OnlyFans, right. they had to then pay her through the only, like they had to they pay had to the subscribe. OnlyFans account. Yeah, that's, that's some busy co-workers, man. That's well, now a, who's, who's laughing now? Well, no, still, I mean, but, you know, how long is only, you're, 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 the, the problem is, is that you, with influencers and especially OnlyFans, when you put your entire future and life into a platform, that platform can flip. They can sell OnlyFans and say no more nude content. Yeah. And then all those, all those people on OnlyFans are screwed. Like you got yeah, but if you're nothing, making there's nowhere to go. Like if she puts some away or whatever, she'll be good for put a while. Put some away. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's doing okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, tonight, all weekend, the next few days, the Paw Patrol movie will be taking over your life. It's out right now. The city of Toronto announced that today is Paw Patrol Day. My four-year-old is, like, really excited because Paw Patrol is super huge in our house. And our girl, Alessia Cara, is here because she's got a song in the movie. This is what it sounds like. Cara, welcome back to the Raz and Mocha Show. You have a song in the Paw Patrol movie. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I got to write a song for this movie, which is crazy because I know how huge it is in the, you know, with the kids these days. So it was very awesome. My cousins are like huge fans also. So I feel like now I finally have the stamp of the, their approval. Oh, yeah. Um, in life. So, yeah, this is super fun. Yeah. And so was this was this an existing song that you then allowed them to use or did you write a song for Paw Patrol? I, I not only wrote a song for Paw Patrol, I wrote a song for a specific scene in Paw Patrol. How much so research did you have to do? And I like wrote... 
<laughs> um, not not that much. I mean, I, I got to watch like an early version of the film and this scene um, that they wanted me to write for specifically. So I just watched this scene over and over and over. And like, so it's yeah. not like you had to go sit there on Netflix and watch like eight seasons of Paw Patrol, and then plus add in the Mighty Pups version, and <laughs> plus add in like the Dino Rescue version. <laughs> it was just that one scene, right? No, Trust me, no, I know no, them no. all. We watch all of them. It was in our just house. the one scene. They gave me context. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what this movie will do. No, I love it. We everywhere. love Paw Patrol. Uh, <laughs> but it's really, it's really good. And we're so excited <laughs> for you. Uh, Alessia Carr, always thank you very much for joining us and uh, and, and bigging this up. The, uh, the new Paw Patrol movie is out right now. And uh, listen out for Alessia Carr's new song uh, that's featured in the, the movie. Is there a title for it? What's the title of the song? It's called The Use of Been Trying. There you go. Alessia Carr, much love. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, right guys. On. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. We were talking about a story about a, a nurse who quit her job because she started making $200,000 on OnlyFans after her co-workers found her on OnlyFans and the administration where she was working said it's either OnlyFans or the hospital and she chose OnlyFans. Um, and I had said yesterday, that's all great and fine, but it's never good when you throw your entire life and income into a platform that you don't control because it's only a matter of time before something like OnlyFans stops allowing sexually explicit material. Mm-hmm. So we said that yesterday. You think OnlyFans was listening to the Ross Mocha show? <laughs> I know. This sounds like it's something that's been in the works for a very long time. Um, so the reason for it. So OnlyFans is now going to become sort of like a Patreon or portal for they want to bring the- in. And the important part of the story is you're still going to be allowed to be naked. No, no, no. I'll get to that. Yeah. So they want this to be a portal for musicians and chefs where fans will come on and pay a little extra for exclusive content, almost like a platformed Patreon, right? Okay. Um, but sex work is what made OnlyFans OnlyFans, but mm-hmm. now OnlyFans is moving away from that because of their investors and the financial providers. So the companies that actually take the money, the credit card companies, the banks, everything else, they don't want to be associated with that. So starting in October, OnlyFans will allow nudity, yeah, just not what they would deem to be sexually explicit nudity. So they mm. will they will come up with, I guess, their own guidelines, and then people will, of course, push those like boundaries, you, yeah. and they'll get flat and you'll get suspended, and it's going to be one of those things like now. tastefully posed things will be okay. So, well, no, you not could be like tastefully. A naked, like a naked chef? You could be like a naked chef. There is right? one. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, there is? There is. I'm oh. sure there's more than one, Maury. Oh, I'm I only sure. know of one. <laughs> well, look at Maury. Look at Maury. Uh, there isn't. I mean, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. What does a naked chef do? Oh, he cooks naked. But, like... What does he Duh. cook, though? Oh, he cooks breakfast. Does it, doesn't matter. No, he all. takes requests. He does. Yeah. Oh. What have you requested? Oh, frittata. Frittata. And? <laughs> uh, hasn't seen my message. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't, I, I've never had enough time in my day where no. I could email somebody or message somebody on an app saying, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you could cook frittata <laughs> in the nude. Uh-huh. Right? I've never had that kind of time. I've yeah. never in my you life need a had hobby, that kind of, Yeah, I've never had this. Is, you think this isn't his hobby? <laughs> what, you want me to start knitting? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today is the, hold on here. Uh, it was 10 years ago today mm. in 2011 that Kim Kardashian married Chris Humphreys. Oh. 
That uh, marriage only lasted 72 days, if you can recall, it was gonna you last. recall that. Uh, the other sister, Khloe Kardashian, she was one that was married to Lamar Odom, right? Correct, yes. Uh, Lamar Odom, if you remember, um, overdosed and just about died in a Nevada brothel mm-hmm. um, after they had split up. Now, Lamar Odom overdosed, but Lamar Odom is now saying that he did not do drugs that night in the brothel, at least not willingly anyway. But I didn't take drugs that night. So I don't know what personal that man had against me or you know, why he wanted to around with me like that. But I didn't do drugs that night. So I was really, I was really hurt and embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I could really say I really, really believe that's one of the reasons why God spared me because he didn't really want that on my name, mm-hmm. that I overdosed from doing drugs. Because people, you overdose from doing drugs, you know what you're doing. I didn't know. I, I didn't. I didn't take anything that night, and so I was really, I was really hurt and almost really like, in some sense, afraid because somebody just tried to, you know, take my life. Do you not think? I have in twenty fifteen. Do you not think you would have heard that sooner though? Yeah, from Lamar. My question is: <laughs> six years later. Why have you not said this yeah, I before? Find, I find it out why like like launch an investigation, like sue somebody, send the cops out there. Like, I don't, like right I don't away. Know. Yeah, like I would be very like if I felt like if I almost died because somebody drugged me. Like it'd be I, all over the place. I, I wouldn't just be. Yeah, it's it's a, anyway. You go at your own pace, I guess. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I gotta play you this clip of a guy named Tom Cruise, C R U Z, not the Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. And he created a Forbes list for his friends. What do you mean? Because he has this friend group that's quite large. Okay. And he created a spreadsheet Uh with all his friends' names, their incomes, um, what they're willing to spend on travel, whether they'll they'll fly private, whether they're attached or single or married. And because they, they... plan these big wild vacation trips or weekend getaways. Wait, or his, so his friends like freely gave up with their... They all did. Everybody in the friend group, is? everybody really? in the friend group gave up all their personal details and everybody in the friend group has this spreadsheet. Oh, okay. So they so all weird. know. So it just makes it easier, he says, when they are, um, when they're planning vacations. So listen to this guy. Listen to, to Tom Cruise on TikTok. So a few years ago, me and my friends started making a spreadsheet, breaking down our incomes and availability for travel. It's incredibly helpful. Give your friends broken down here from Sean, my top earning friend who makes over $5 million to who we call Broke Bob, who makes 125000 Oh my God. How much available PTO we have or pay time off, bonuses, how much we're willing to spend on a three-day trip, seven-day trip, some people that already tapped out for the year. Marital status helps if we know there's going to be anyone else coming, our willingness to travel to a third world destination if they're willing to split a private flight and if they're degenerate gamblers or not this list is very pragmatic and also a lot of them are saying that it's very motivational so it allows us to avoid awkward situations within our friend group inviting certain friends that may or may not want to do what we want to do especially when it comes to gambling or spending a lot of money so it works for us hold on a second so broke bob broke bobby makes 125 yes so because, that ain't bad. Because this is their version of the Forbes list, you only get on this list if you make over $100,000 a year. So, yes, Broke Bobby makes $125,000 a year, and he's on the bottom of this list. Also, the person right above Broke Bobby on the list who makes one fifty is a guy named Cooter. Okay. Okay. There's somebody else on the list where they have their marital status. 
where it goes like married, girlfriend, single. I don't know who it is, but one of his friends is listed as complicated, 70% single. <laughs> like s- I need extra detail. Where's right? the extra column on that list? Uh, okay, so then fans were like, okay. This isn't real, right? Yeah, no, it's totally real. It is. Yeah, so then people on TikTok were like, well, what about your friends that don't make a lot of money? Like, mm-hmm. like who is on, like, is there another list? And he's like, actually, there is another list. I thought you were going to say he, he didn't, that he was going to say, that he don't hang, hang out with broke people. No, 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 no. There is another list. Uh-huh. And uh, this is a group of people who call themselves the Welfare 10. Oh, God. So this is so mean. Listen to part two. As promised, here is the bottom 10 income earners in my friend group. They call themselves the Welfare 10. So let's get into it. So here is the Welfare 10. Uh, really good friends. Known most of these guys since college. A um, couple of them unemployed. All of them under 100000 per year. We also have um, a lot more PTO options, expected bonuses, not so much. We don't even do a seven-day trip here. It's mostly three-day trips. A couple <laughs> oh of them already tapped out. <laughs> um, similar uh, fiancés, singles, you know, kind of a mix there. They're all willing to do their world destinations, except Caleb. He's had a bad experience out there. We have to, you know, kind of change up the questions here. Non-chain restaurants, very important to understand. And then also if their ability to do first class for hotel or flights, having oh points is important. God. And we have a few degenerate gamblers here as well. Um, Big thing to note, I don't care about my friend's income. It's just very helpful when we're planning day trips or road trips and see where everyone's at, you know, money-wise. Okay, so on what the okay, so on the on the welfare tent, Jake is the top of the list who makes ninety-two thousand five hundred dollars a year. Yeah. On the bottom of the list is a guy named Gimp who makes twenty-five grand a year, but does have eleven days of paid vacation. Oh, good for you, Gimp. Right. <laughs> That's so mean though. Come on. <laughs> And you said this is 100% real. It's, I mean, it, it's, he's not, like, nobody's disputing it. Yeah. Like, like, I don't even know, like, really what there is to dispute. Like, there's nothing really controversial about it other than the fact that this particular group of friends does this and they have all given up what their earnings are and what their status is. Do you think they all, and- like, collectively, they all have one massive group chat? Or is a group chat also separated into two? You have your welfare group chat, and then you have your over 100K earners group chat. Yeah, I, well, I think that it probably is dependent on what they are planning. Like, if they say, hey, let's do three days in Vegas, there's probably a lot of people on that list that could do that. Yeah. But if somebody says, let's do 14 days in Dubai and fly first class, there's only a couple people on that list that you're going to reach out to. So it saves them from having to ask and wait for replies from people who in no way could afford it. So it's efficiency for That's this so particular mean. this particular friend also, group. What a douche. Right? Come on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The thing about social media is that when you screw up you can't. You can get over your mistakes, but ever nobody else is going to get over your mistake because every couple of years, that screw up, that what you thing you did, whatever it was, is going to come back to life, mm-hmm. and that happens whether it's something you say on Twitter or something you do or something that somebody just happened to film. And I got to play you this because it's a saxophone player. <laughs> okay, in church, playing a song called "Give Thanks." Oh, and nice. this was recorded in 2019. Okay. Now, 
I understand church from what I know about church. Maybe Shem can correct me if I'm wrong. Very welcoming place. Absolutely. And even if you are terrible, people will still give you the benefit of the doubt, give you the floor. You get to do to do your thing the way you want to do your thing. Yeah, you'll still get the, ooh, child, you did really, really well. Type okay. Of thing. Heard okay. that a couple of times. Okay. Sympathy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sim- right, right. Mm-hmm. So this is what I, so this is my thing is that when you take somebody who's not very good at something, mm-hmm. uh, outside of a church, somebody may tell them, oh my God, don't ever do that publicly again. Yeah. Okay. But in a church, they give you it's the benefit okay. of it. It's okay. Yeah. Right. It's fine. Yeah, you, 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 you did your yeah. best, honey. You tried your hardest. We enjoyed it. So listen to this guy trying to give it uh, to a song called Give Thanks on the Saxophone. Okay. Did he play every note wrong? Every single one. (laughs) child. Oh no! Did they show like any? Yeah, there's a video. Was there like a reaction from anybody? I mean, listen. I think that people just you know people recognize somebody who's trying their best. Now I don't know whether he sold them a bill of goods. I don't know whether he said, "Listen, I got this," or whether he was like, "I'm super nervous," and they were like, "Go for it." Like I don't know the story behind. Was it his first? How how this guy? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound like this was his first time ever playing. Like he he sounds like he tried to practice the song. He does, right? Chum's like, that like, wouldn't work in our just, congregation. But he's just not wailing around. Like, he's legitimately trying mm. to follow along. He's just playing all the wrong notes. You know what sucks, though? Him? Uh, yeah, him. <laughs> but that was from 2019. Yeah. Like, right now, he could be an amazing sax player. Right, and yeah. He, and he's like, everyone's clowning on him now. Yeah. And he's out here like, guys, like, everyone. Yeah. I could, I'm an amazing player now. Yeah, yeah. Like, check out my SoundCloud. Yeah, exactly. Here, play it again. my, My favorite is the organ player doesn't stop The piano player They just keep going The look on Shem's face right now it's like he smelled a bad fart. Blue <laughs> <Ooh>, child. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yer. Are you ready, man? Yer. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Did you see those? Um, and they come up every now and then with uh, with Simu. But he did years ago stock photos for money. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? You these? know what? I've seen a bunch of these before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Why so are they popping up again? They are popping up again, oh, no. and uh, everybody's everybody's asking him about it. And I guess the deal was that years ago he said that he had credit card debt. Um, and that he got paid $120 and signed away all the rights to all of those pictures oh, no! to get out of debt. And now they're Simu everywhere. Lou. Right? So now 
So now he will ever be like, if you go and um, I think it's like Getty Images. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. There's one like you have to look at the tags for them, right? Because they're stock images. So one of the tags is uh, East Asian. Another tag is business person. Oh no! Another tag is coworker. <laughs> but they're all they're all oh they're God. all Simu. Look at these photos. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't do anything about it. Oh no! That's what happens when you <laughs> sign your life away, bro. Yeah, that's what happens when you're young with a little bit of credit card debt. You don't even want to oh, know what Maury had pictures taken of when he had credit card debt. I know it's so oh, terrible. Oh no! Huh? Look at that smile. Though. <laughs> I know. And this is a, look, this is your next Marvel superhero yep. that the world is freaking out over. Yep. But I love that this part of his life is now unerasable. I <laughs> love that you get a guy like Simu who is now a Marvel superhero and you can so readily see the thing that he did not that long ago to make $120 to pay off credit card debt. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. Oh, I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, these images. And he had to sign them all away. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, fans are pissed at the crown as uh, new photos of season five were released, uh, showing Elizabeth Debicki and Dominic West as uh, Charles and Diana for the fifth and upcoming season. Why are people mad? Because Dominic West is apparently too good looking to play Prince Hold Charles on. because what? people hate Prince Charles so much oh my God. that they're pissed for ca- for casting somebody on, who's dashing. He's from the affair. Season what five? Season five, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, if you just Google the crown, you'll see uh, Elizabeth Debicki, by the way, she was in Tenet. That's where I only place I know her from. She was the the, the female lead in Tenet. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So they think this guy's too good looking? Yeah, yeah. They say he's way too good looking. Like, how dare you? Like, people are so pissed because they hate Charles so much uh-huh. that they're like, how do you, how dare you make me feel even a little tiny something? Yeah, yeah, Prince yeah, Charles. Yeah. That's strong jaw, jawline, huh? <laughs> Good for you, bro. Yeah, but people are pissed about that. But anyway, that is your new. I I miss um, uh, Emma Corrin, who was really great. Oh, the in, best in last season. I thought, why can't they just age her up? I know the Crown likes to switch people out who are playing the Queen and everything else, but I thought they could have aged those two up a little bit. Yeah, as opposed to going with two completely different actors. I think that's a little too confusing. I got to get back into that show. Yeah. We watched seasons one and two, and then that was it. Skip the rest and go right to the. Diana season. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Skip the rest. Of, that's the only interesting stuff. Everything else was just sort of like... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Carrie Underwood. I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Mm-mm. People going in on Carrie Underwood. Why? So she was facing black backlash for her response. She liked a tweet from a guy named Matt Walsh who posted a video of him making his speech railing against mask mandates for children and Carrie Underwood liked it. Was it by accident though? Well, she didn't say anything after the fact. Oh, there was no take backs. There was no, oops, sorry. I usually scroll with my left. I was scrolling with my right. Kids were running around. I accidentally hit heart, right? There was none of that. Um, so people were going still liked. I think it is. I don't know. I don't know. Um, one of the comments was uh, Carrie Underwood being an anti-masker is just sad. The only country singer I can truly trust now is Dolly Parton. Oh, damn. Um, and Dolly Parton yesterday went on. Gosh, she's 75 years old, Dolly Parton. I just read that. 
God. Uh, Dolly Parton went on uh, uh, television yesterday to talk about the amount of praise that she received for helping fund the Moderna vaccine. Mm -hmm. Because if you remember, Dolly Parton gave a $1 million donation to help fund the Moderna research at the very beginning of all of this. And everybody thinks that, like, everybody credits Dolly Parton with creating Moderna. Like, she's the only one (laughs) that contributed. Like, she gets all the credit. Thanks for getting in the lab, Dolly. Exactly, which is is awesome. But uh, but here's Dolly Parton. When the pandemic came out, I just felt kind of led to do something because I knew something bad was on the rise and Mm. I just wanted to kind of help with that. So I donated to help with that. So mine was a small part, of course, but I'd probably get a lot more credit than I deserve, but I was happy to be part of that and to be able to try to stop something in its tracks. That's really become just such a monster uh, for all of us. So I was happy to, uh, to do that. So my heart just kind of leads me, into where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do at the time. But the people talking about Carrie Underwood, you can see it being like, it's very split down the middle. Oh, of course it is. Which is some people are absolutely outraged. How can Carrie Underwood do this? And then the other half of the people are like, why are you surprised that Carrie Underwood is a Christian conservative who would also be against masks for children? Like that is completely in line of who she is. You just choose to not believe it. Right. Right. Because all like, we know is Carrie Underwood, the singer. Right. But you also think she's nice. She's awesome. She's all sure. of, she's all of these things. But I think that a lot of people would be incredibly shocked to know how many celebrities they idolize that are actually conservative and mm-hmm. quite conservative. Um, and maybe Carrie Underwood is one of them. But yeah, whether it was an accident or not, liking a tweet of a video of a guy railing against um, uh, against masks for children is not a good look. Yeah, she's not having a good day no. today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, country singer uh, John Rich from Big and Rich is defending Carrie Underwood. Um, as we were talking about yesterday, Carrie liked a tweet from a conservative uh, commentator named Matt Walsh who shared a video of his from a speech that he did in Nashville at a school board meeting. And in the two-minute clip, uh, he likened a mask mandate to child abuse, writing in his caption that forcing children to wear masks is, quote, cruel and indefensible. And that's the tweet that Carrie mm. Underwood liked. A lot of people have reached out to Carrie Underwood uh, for comment. She has not commented on anything, nor has anybody associated with her. Uh, but uh, John Rich tweeted, I say Carrie Underwood can like whatever tweet she wants to like. Who are, quote, they to shout her down? Watch out. She's one tough oaky gal, he wrote. Uh, you see what's going on here. It's a freedom of speech unless you disagree with the mob. Hashtag Carrie take the wheel. And, um, and then Billy Eichner also tweeted yesterday that Carrie Underwood blocked him on Twitter. Oh, really? And he like uh, recently? I don't know. So he screen grabbed the shot of "You're blocked by Carrie Underwood," and he just simply wrote "iconic," uh-huh. and then he wrote, uh, uh, "And for the record, I didn't even tweet about the anti anti mask um, views yesterday. Uh, she had already blocked me. I'm now taking a little Twitter break because honestly, this is one of the proudest moments of my career, and it will be hard to top. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so there is going to be a Captain America 4. Yes. And Anthony Mackie will be starring in it. Yes. And uh, it will be co-written by one of the head writers of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. Happy about that. Three they, for three. They just got to do something about that suit. Why am I strong the suit? Stupid. <laughs> it makes no sense to me.
It's not my favorite suit. Yeah. The Captain America. Yeah. I don't mind the body, right? I don't mind the body. They got to get rid of that head thing, though. Oh, with the goggles? No, I don't even mind the goggles, man. Mm. Okay, kinda- it, it just makes no sense. When your job is battle, okay? Yeah. Like, when that is what your thing is, like, you are Captain America, you are going to be whooping ass, especially when you're not a superhero, right? You're a guy in a suit. Mm -hmm. What makes no sense to me is that you're going to go into battle with a mask that covers everything except for your ears and the top of your skull. Right. All somebody has to do is shoot you in the head. It makes no sense to me. It's a stupid design. Sl- it looks it slice lo- off your ear. It looks dumb. Okay, uh, but I'm very happy for this. I yeah, loved Falcon and Winter Soldier. I love Anthony Mackie as Cap. Uh, I think it's going to be dope. But you got to get rid of that. Cover up the ears, <laughs> you bro. Cover up your but ears. Say your muscles or something. Okay, something. Wear a hat. But even it, it, you like even if, if you, even if you put a fedora on. I would be happier. Man, Captain America ain't wearing no fedora. <laughs> yeah, I would be happier, it though. It falls in line with uh, with the drawings of, of his character in the comics. But it's changed, though. It's changed. There's been of a course. couple of different evolutions sure. of that. But uh, hopefully that doesn't pop up in the uh, in the film version of it because it's dumb. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a DM. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Michael Keaton back as Batman, as we all know, in the new Flash movie. He was on The Tonight Show last night talking to uh, Jimmy Fallon about what it was like to put the suit back on. This new Flash coming out where yeah. you're going to yeah. be back as Batman. Yeah. And, and yeah. You're, I just want yeah. to know, what does it feel like to be back in the suit and wear the suit again? Like riding a bike. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's... hey, man, here's the thing I learned. You don't... I was so stupid to think that, you know, when I was first doing it, I got in really good shape, which you have to get into shape, you know, because you just have to carry the thing around. And it's easier to be really skinny and not work out because you have more room to work around. The first time I was doing it, the first one, I'm I'm, I'm getting ready, I'm working on a bag and I'm doing all this stuff. And Jack Nicholson walks by, who's playing the, the, the Joker, and he looks at me and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, well, you know, get working out. And he goes, what for? (laughs) <laughs> and I went, I stopped sweating And I went, I don't know And he just walked away <laughs> And I thought, he's right He's completely it's right Totally right, because you got a suit What do I need to do? The suit <laughs> exactly. makes me look the good The suit makes you look jacked Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. <laughs> Getting roasted by Jack Nicholson <laughs> like, Hey man, I'm just trying to do my job here Yeah, yeah, but that's back in the day though Like if you, because he wasn't you know, shirtless walking around like Christian Bale was yeah. and doing and doing all the training and yeah. all this other stuff, right? So Michael Keaton, yeah. It was like bat suit to regular clothes. Yeah, the suit's got the muscles. What do I need the muscles for, yeah. right? Bat suit to t- tuxedo. Exactly, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So all these concerts and tours were announced and a lot of bands started hitting the road and it was looking like life was going to get back to normal. Yeah. Uh, Garth Brooks is the first big name to cancel the rest of his stadium tour because of all the new COVID cases oh, uh, down no. in the U.S. So his shows in Cincinnati, Charlotte, Baltimore, uh, one in Massachusetts and another one in Nashville. Um, Garth Brooks said this in July. I sincerely thought the pandemic was falling behind us. Now I'm watching this new wave, I realize that we are still in the fight and I must do my part. It is with a heavy heart that we announced the decision to cancel all five shows hmm. so that's he's the first big name to yeah. hit the road and then 
have to backtrack. So he's probably looking at maybe next year before he can oh, reschedule. So if he's again. the first now, so if he's who, else, the first, who else is going to announce? Yeah, exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The University Health Network um, in Toronto may force unvaccinated workers to take a leave of absence. Oh, wow. Which I find weird. And maybe it's not weird. Maybe weird is not the right word. But I find that a bit crass, seeing as how before there was a vaccine, all those workers came in and worked through the worst of COVID with no vaccine. Mm -hmm. And now if they don't get the vaccine they're going to be forced to take leave of absence. They Can did they all do, they did um, all that work unvaccinated, right? They they took all that risk unvaccinated. And now if they're not vaccinated, they can't do their job. That seems weird to me. There's something weird about that. Could man. they um just not do like rapid testing every day? No, they want vaccinate they want full vaccinations. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cuz I know companies like all like in the states and stuff, and actually some companies over here yeah. are saying that uh, you have to be fully vaxxed. If not, then you have to go through the daily uh, rapid testing. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fine, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but this whole thing, I don't know. There's something weird about it that just doesn't sit right. That you asked all those people, maybe you didn't ask them. They just did it because it's their duty. They just went in and did the thing that you do when you do that job during you know a crisis. Mm-hmm. And they did it without being vaccinated and put themselves at an incredible risk. And now if you don't get vaccinated, you have to take a leave. I don't know. There's something weird about it. Something weird, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Variety reported their highest earning actors in Hollywood. Oh, The Rock, number one. Incorrect. The Rock is not number one? No. With these big budget movies he's making? The Rock is number The Rock was number two on the list. Okay. Who would be above The Rock? Oh. So you'll ne- you will not guess. It's not Tom Cruise? It is not Tom Tom Cruise is on the list, but Tom Cruise um was thirteen million dollars because I think that Tom Cruise only did um uh, he only shot Top Gun Maverick, right? It hasn't been released. And Mission yet. Impossible, though. And yeah, but that wasn't for this year. So all. Mm. So here's the thing. This is the way it breaks down. Okay, is that you have people like Julie Roberts, you got Chris Hemsworth, you got Tom Cruise, uh, Chris Pine. All these people are lower on the list. Okay, because they are doing the, the theatrical films that are set to be released. Will Smith is number three on the list. He has theatrical films that are about to be released. They don't make the majority of their money until box office happens and they start bringing in their massive points. So what you have now are the people who are on the top of the list are the people who have signed big deals with the streamers. And it's not The Rock. So Daniel Craig is number one on the list excuse me yes so James bond so here's why daniel craig is number one on the list is because netflix bought the two sequels to knives out oh great movie by the way netflix paid 450 million dollars for two sequels to knives out 100 million dollars of that goes directly to daniel craig oh Come on. Because the deals that you sign with streamers, there's no back end. Yeah. There's no performance bonuses. There's no tiers of ticket sales. So you negotiate. Because Netflix doesn't release any of that information. Exactly. They don't release numbers. Right. So you negotiate now as a movie star when you negotiate with Netflix, you have to negotiate what the potential.
potential back end would be if this was a theatrical release, and then they pay you that up front. So that's why somebody like Daniel Craig, who is signed on to star in both sequels to Knives Out, made $100 million off those two movies by just signing without any performance bonuses. Wow. Yeah, so Daniel Craig, number one. Damn. Uh, the Rock is on here with 50 mil, and then Will Smith, 40 mil. Denzel's on there with $40 million. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is on there, $25 million. Julie Roberts, $25 million. Ryan Gosling, $20 million. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, $15 million. They're all on the list. Everybody wow. that you would think is on the list is there. That's a lot of money, though. Did yeah. you watch Knives Out? I did. You I did? thought it was great. Did you? Yeah. I haven't sat through the whole thing. I've no, tried three times. I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Who did it? I can't remember. Oh. I'll have to watch it again. Oh. The guy that had the knives out. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Elise. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. What's your question? My question is, if you were single, how would you approach dating in today's Swipe City dating culture? Oof. Not well. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty pretty scary out there what's your situation elise are you with someone and and how did you meet if you are with someone um no i am single oh, okay so this is the world that you're navigating right now then kind of okay. um i've been single for about a year and yeah. i've just been staying away from it oh really <laughs> i don't know how else to meet people yeah i don't know i i, I don't know i'm so far removed mm. from modern dating that I don't know even where to begin. Like, I wouldn't know where to start. Like, you assume now that the world has really moved over to, you know, online stuff or, or apps. You have to understand, like, the last time I was even remotely single, if you were on Lava Life, you kept it a secret because people looked at you like you were pathetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. And and you, if you were dating somebody off Lava Life and you were like, yeah, I met, I met somebody new. And they were like, oh, my God, where'd you meet them? Like even close friends, you would whisper in their ear that you met them online, that you yeah. met them on Lava Life. Or Plenty or of Fish. Plenty of fish or, or any, yeah, or any J-Date or any of those other ones. Um, and now it's so commonplace that that really is the 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 sort of you know, ecosystem where all that, where all that exists. But my problem that I've seen just from talking to people who are on those apps is people don't use Tinder. They play Tinder, right? It's a game and it's, it's the sort of gamification of, you know, dating and, and hooking up where there's already so many games involved. And I just think that when you give somebody who should not have unlimited options, unlimited options, it makes it very difficult for good people to find quality people. Yeah. And, and that to me is the, is the problem with things like Tinder. So where would I even start if I was single? I don't know if I would, to be like honest with you. When you were single, there were like the phone lines and stuff. I don't think those are around anymore. Yeah, but nobody used those to date. Like you would just go to, like you would have to build up the courage in a bar and walk across you know to see somebody that maybe you made eye contact with and risk getting rejected and put yourself out there and you know you get all hot and sweaty and people don't have to yeah. do that it's stuff anymore face. right um so what's your situation now like are you on the apps do you have the apps have you downloaded them did you delete them like what's going on not yet oh, i okay. deleted them like a year ago oh, i was okay. in a relationship and that ended and i just needed some time to like heal from so it how did you how did you meet so the person that you were dating how did you guys meet originally online Online. Facebook dating. Okay. And then how long did you date for? Not very long. It was oh. short-lived, but it was just like an intense okay, situation. Okay, okay, okay. What, what was intense about it? Uh, I think we just both 
like felt really hard really fast and then it just I don't know he got in his head and was kind of emotionally unavailable so oh okay like you guys so it was all just like the excitement of of meeting uh the way that you met yeah I guess so well no you, you did you did you immediately out of the gate start with this incredible sexual relationship where you thought that it's so good that everything else is bound to just fall in line um no we just had this connection and I think but we were both, or I, I was in love. I don't know if he mm. was. That's tough. You yeah. also have to trust that if you find somebody on those apps, that once you start dating them, that they're going to stop going on those apps. Well, but see, this is the thing, is that people will tell you that it means nothing because they're not using it to hook up. They're just playing, right? They're just right. killing time. It's like, it's no different than if you were on, you know, a, a real estate website looking at houses that you can't afford, you know, like oh, it's, I do that it's, every night. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, okay, that, so how many after how many dates um, with somebody that you've met on an app until you stop using the app? Yeah. So how did you play that? Um, he actually deleted the app first and sent me a screenshot that he had deleted it. He was of the mind that like if he was talking to someone, he was only talking to that person. Yeah, I don't, uh, which I, don't, I was too. I don't believe people do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a second. It's still in the cloud somewhere. It's still in the cloud. Like it, it's it's back in a it's back in a second. Like it's deleting the app. Yeah, I wouldn't know where to even begin. Just because from people that we've talked to, young women that we've talked to on yeah. the show, who have said like uh, you know Tinder much to what you were saying, Roz, is, is more of you play Tinder, right? Yeah, you do. And once you make a connection with someone, then they may say, okay, well, what's your Snapchat? And then that's another way uh, yes. of communicating. But then uh, Snapchat is only used for sending nudes or sending this, sending that. And then you have right. to go over to like Hinge. Or I think it's either Hinge or Bumble, one of the two where the women are in control of the app and then you can delete it or you choose whether or not you want to reply to someone like there's so many uh different avenues to go down yeah. like i wouldn't even i wouldn't know i honestly wouldn't know where to go so in this room who do you think would fare the best though um and if you if you became single immediately if i became single immediately or if maury became single Shem immediately. is single and on the apps I'm not no, on the apps. No, not Shem's on not on the apps. No. Sorry, my bad. Thought okay. you were. Yeah. I apologize. So so who would, if we were to all be single right now, <laughs> who would fare the best in that world, do you think? Oh, God. I can't say me. I'd, I'd <laughs> fail. I'd fail, and I'd probably fall for a scam. To be yeah, honest. I think yeah. I would do very well. I think that uh, I think I, don't think I think so. Mocha would I think Mocha would have the worst time with it. Yeah. I really do. I really I don't think you I don't think you have it in you no. to navigate that world. I think you're uh -uh. too kind. And that's it, why I'd fall, I'd fall for a scam. Yeah, Absolutely. you would. You would. You would fall. You would be the guy on a date where you get up and you go to the bathroom and she puts a picture uh, with everything that you've just bought her on the table, being like finesse another one. Yeah, right. Oh, you know totally. what I mean? Yeah, I'd be that Mark. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd yeah. be that Mark. You'd be that guy um maury i think that you would i think that you out of the gate would think that you were going to do very well on the Thank apps I, the way you said but yeah. like, i thought you were gonna say thrive no <laughs> like, no 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 i think that you i think that in your head you think that you would do very well but i don't know if you would Oh, I think I would. No way, man. No way. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Really? No, no. I can't not, go back to my old ways. When I used to go on but dates, here, okay. I would give CDs to the guy no, saying, no, no, but, but here's to this. Okay, but here's my thing, though, okay, is that is that you're not, it, we're talking now, like, you're not breaking up and then going buck wild trying to relive your 20s, mm -hmm. okay? We're this is to we're, find we're, love. This is to find love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I think I, I that fall it would fast, be, I think it would be a disaster for you. Because really? I think that you would fall way too fast over and over and over again. Yeah. And these guys would blow you off so fast. Aww. 
Well, that's thanks yeah. for the vote of confidence. No, no, because I'm just saying that's the world, though, right? Yeah. I'm just saying. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think I would try my old ways first of going to a bar. Yeah. And trying that first. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, yeah, failing you'd, at that. you'd be on the app in the bathroom at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crying, crying. Yeah. See, at least with Grinder, it tells you who's nearby. Right. How right, you know? right, right, right. Well, this is what people have told me. Oh, uh-huh. I gotcha. Uh, I don't think that I would fare any better either, though. I yeah. I really I really don't. Not that I would, like, get, you know, into, into a scam, but I'm not very open online. Like, I'm not very, I'm, I'm not part of, I didn't grow up with that you know completely expose yourself you know to to somebody you've never met through dms or through you know that kind of thing like i've never had those relationships with people right so i don't know i don't know i don't know how i would do i really i really don't finding love i i have no patience for that isn't it like riding a bike (laughs) is what like riding a bike like falling in love once you can fall in love again yeah yeah i mean in, in a lot of ways it is but you have to be in a world where somebody else also wants to fall in love for sure. I just feel like the world now is so desperate to fall in love. It can't be that hard. You think to, the world is desperate to fall in love? Then it can't be that hard Look to find around. somebody. The, the world is not desperate to fall in love uh-uh. right now, man. Absolutely not. Like, it just seems that there's a lot of people out there looking for company. No, the world is desperate yeah, for company. Yeah, yeah. But the world is desperate for clout. Uh-huh. Right and, and hooking up and yeah and that's about yeah. it. That's that's it. The world is not desperate for love. Hey, Elise, it's great talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Dallas has a couple of questions here for us. The first one: If you could compete and get any medal in any of the Summer Olympic events, of course, the Olympics just wrapped up a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Uh, which one would it be? Um, like it, like. Okay, so wait, wait a second, wait a second. Like, I would have to. Like, it's not a made-up thing. You have to compete in one of the yes. actual ones. Okay, so here's the thing. So if you are at the age you are now yes, and somebody said to you, you can, you will be financially fine. Yes. Okay. But you have to start training right now yes. for uh, a spot on the Olympic team in an event that you could not only qualify for team Canada, but also get a shot at winning. What would that, what would that be at the age you are now? Sprinting. No way. Yeah, Sprinting. Absolutely. There's not yeah. a chance. Yeah, I'd be a runner. What? You think uh-huh. you're, you're going to qualify for a team? Yes. In you're going to beat Andre DeGrasse. Maybe I'll not try. beat him. Maybe not beat him. You think that you would make Team Canada? Yes. <laughs> you Hell make Team Guyana, no. buddy. <laughs> Hell no. You're not making Team Canada. You don't think so? How long do you think you would have to train in order to in order to, to make that kind of time? Like, okay, give me four years. Four years. And you're yeah. going to be how old? How, how, how many years away from 50 are you going to be in four years? Oh, far. Okay. Oh, Why didn't you just pick uh-huh. fencing? At least you can stand still. What are you talking about? Fencing? Like, you, you, well, you go around, back bro. and forth, but you're not sprinting. I feel like you have a better chance at fencing. There's no way. No way. No. You have to go for something like yachting, right? You yachting. have to go. Yeah. Yeah. That, That's an old, that an, an old guy could do that, right? You have to go for something like, uh, like oh. yachting or maybe archery or, you know, one of those, what one of those things. What about the one when you, uh, when they, when, when you just, uh, take the barbell and you press it up over your head? Shut the power lifting. Yeah. One of power lifting. Okay. 200 yeah. pounds. Yeah, you know, you're going to be competing against guys who are like 18, oh, right? Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. And who are monsters. See, I was going to say speed walking for me. Speed walking? Because I do that all I'm a very good speed walker. You think so? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you think not? you could win, though? You're not even a oh, very man. good regular walker. Yeah. No, speed walking I'm good at. You, I ever, could do... you ever seen the bodies of the speed walkers? It's all also how you shift, no, shuffle you your body. No, but you ever seen their bodies? Yeah, they, but they are, it's all they are lean. It's, but it's all in the leg. 
I know, no, but they, they are lean, mm-hmm. man. You couldn't do that. You couldn't walk that far. But I see me walk across a mall. Or why, are, why are none of you picking, like, events that you would have a shot at? Like, why are you picking, like, these endurance things at, like, 40, late 40s is what you'd be at the, early. At, the, at the time of, uh, at the time of, like. Nowhere near. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you choosing? What Olympics I would, choosing? I would, I would, if I, if I was told that I had to get a shot at making Team Canada, I would have to do something oh. like yachting or oh, I would have to do. Um, is yachting in? Yeah, 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 of course man. it is. And single yachting. Single yachting's cool. Is that the one? Did you see that clip? Of all the teams, where I think it's just it was it's just it's just you and one it's just you and a tiny little sailboat. No, I know, but they were like thrusting their hips. Yes, is that the one? <laughs> oh no 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 no! This you sit in like a miniature sailboat, oh. and it's just you alone, and you like you work the sail and the the steering mechanism, the the thing behind you, the rudder behind mm. you, and you got to go out to sea and then turn and come back into into the shore. Hmm. But yeah, it's cool. But but you would have to do something like that. Like you can't. That seems more like luck versus sport. Oh no no no! Because no, the same people win that. all the time. Mm-hmm. The same people win all the time. Oh, I'm Let still me... gonna go with sprinting or maybe a relay. What about a relay or long distance? Nah, no, not long distance. It's too boring. Okay. Maybe a relay. Hold on here. Is arm wrestling in there? No. No. That oh, should, see, that should be. That nah, should you'd be in lose. There. Okay, so I there was one of my favorite tweets, and it always it always pops up during um, during the Olympics was that every event that is, as it's seen on TV, a regular person should also have to compete just so you can really see how difficult oh, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. to me that would be to me that's perfect. Uh, which Olympic sport could you, a normal person, actually do? What about table tennis? You think that you could get good enough to beat those actually, kids from no, China? No, 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 no. Hell no. no. I, no. Again, you can't, you got to go, you got to try and win something that, like, okay, dressage, what you could do. What the hell is a dressage? Dressage is like horse dancing, oh. right? Yo, the horse is pretty lit, though. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> dressage is like horse dancing, where you get on a horse and it does, no. like, and, no. it, and it, like. That's way too risky. Yeah. One little bump. And yeah. I'm gonna need that horse, and that horse is crib walking all over my face. Right, yeah, what? but but I'm just saying this is something you could do what about with your one... athletic ability and your age. The horse does all the work. What about the one where you run and then you just jump on the mat? Then you see high how... jump. No, the going one where to you bed. Run and then you sort of, and then you just go like this, and then you see who jumps the farthest. On the mat. Yeah, it's a big mat, and you you run and then you jump and you see who lands the Have farthest. Have you ever seen long, long jump? jump before? Long jump, yeah. Have you ever seen long jump? You think that people who jump, they jump on a mat? They land in sand. I thought it was a mat, like a big mat. Jesus, no, man. man. So what about javelin? No, you can't. You're not going to be able to throw that hard. Javelin, man. you need that upper body strength. No. Upper body strength. No. You need that core strength, too. I'm no sticking with speed way. walking. No way. There's no way you'd be able to compete at the age you are in javelin. Well, I mean, speak for yourselves. I mean, I'm even still. Okay, how, okay, how old are you? 34. 34. How many 34-year-olds were there in the Olympics that weren't on a team sport? I mean, I don't know that. Yeah, not Come many. On. Not many. You're going to start training now for javelin, right? So yeah, you've got three years, maybe four, right? And then you got to get qualifying. You're going to be in so much pain, right? You're not going to be able to do anything. You're not qualifying for javelin. you got to get it. you got to get your... cycling? Um, oh, God, that's another one. That's, that's, something, that's again, power, long distance, man. Right? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if you could, but you need something like archery. You need something like dressage. You need something like sailing. You need, like, those kinds of things that you can do as old guys. You're not going to compete. Something chill. Yeah, you're not going to compete with uh, against Andre de Grasse. Mm. Like, it's just not going to happen.
Second question here from Dallas. What was the best part? Because we were on vacation recently. Yeah. Uh, what was the best part of your, your vacation? Mm. For me, it would be not waking up at 2.30 every morning. Yeah, that was a real good. That was a real good part. Although I still woke up early most days. Yeah, I, I, I was still I, up like between six and six thirty. Yeah, me day. too. Me too. Every day. Every but day. But that, like, for me, it's like sleeping in, right? Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. Right. Sun's out. All this stuff. Yeah, I would just. I th- I think just cooking, like, and and being able to just take my time with things when I wanted to cook something. Yeah. I ate more of those Korean cut short ribs. <gasps> this uh, every every oh, other favorite. every other day I made those. Yeah, they're so good. No joke. Every other day I would go buy two packs, mm-hmm. cut the take the strips, cut them in half, marinate them, do all my stuff, stick them on the barbecue and what I didn't eat, I would put in tin foil in the fridge and then I would eat them cold the next morning. Oh, so good. Right? Those were those are like my favorite things. I didn't even make anything with them half the time. Oh, really? I just, just had a solo. giant plate of yeah. of uh Korean style beef ribs. Yeah. And so to me, it was the cooking. It was just being outside and barbecuing and taking my time to make things. Roxy and I made gnocchi a couple of nights. Mm. Um, I made a great lasagna, like a just beautiful lasagna again. A um, lot of burgers, a lot of ribs, homemade chicken fingers. Like I ate like crap over the holidays, but it was just so delicious, yeah. right? So just so great, yeah. Uh, the other part of, uh, of vacation that I absolutely love is because um, because we're here doing the show every day, I'm never around for when my son wakes up right right? so for two weeks straight i'm there when he wakes up and he runs into our bed and we have like a little cuddle session pretty great for for a little while and i like i just i miss those moments because i know that jenna has those moments with him in the morning so for for two straight weeks i was getting that every single day it's pretty magic absolutely yeah no that's that's so beautiful a couple of things uh i went to the art gallery which is kind of cool um, <laughs> yeah, I took my uh, brother to a boot camp, which he's always wanted to. He's finally of age, so we went to the to boot camp together. What do you mean? He's going to he's join the military? No, 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 like the gym. Oh, yeah, man. When you say you dropped your brother off at boot camp, yeah, to me, that's he's joining the army, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. okay. So, so you took so your brother, you you took your brother to age? the gym because to go to the classes, you have to be 17 to go, right? right. So now that he's finally what, he's classes. What's that? What are, what's so special about these classes? I get there's just an age limit, oh, right? Okay, to okay, run okay. on the treadmill and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so you took him to the gym. I took him to the. Okay. I'm trying okay, to make it yeah. sound cool. Yeah. So you okay. took him to the gym. It was and awesome. What happened? No, we did. Did the you classic. work out together? We worked out together. Did he you go for a steam ass. afterwards? No, they don't have a steam. Oh no, no. Because oh, that's yeah, boot COVID camp. Stuff. It's boot COVID. camp. It's not. Yeah. Okay, no. so you worked out as well. And how did he? He was awesome. How did he do? Yeah, he were did you really jealous? Well. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they. They kept calling him up, going, "Oh, look, look." Damn it, Maury's uh, brother Daniel is uh, yeah. running at a 12 and Maury's at a 6. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, again, again, fellas, this is what your Olympic trials would be like, okay? <laughs> Everybody, at Maury, you would all experience what Maury experienced. <laughs> With Daniel. Okay? Yeah. And he plays hockey, right? He plays oh, hockey. Yeah, so he his, plays his baseball. Is crazy. <laughs> it was easy for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, uh, Roz, you'll hate this, but I started washing my face over vacation twice a day. Good for you, I guess. Like, huh. and, I've, and I've never felt better. My yeah. skin looks fabulous. Well, does it, though? <laughs> what? Okay. I, I feel as though I look a couple years younger. A couple years younger. Yeah. No. So 48. So, oh, jeez. Oh, damn, man. That's, so, that's so savage. That's so savage. Uh, Sean KP asks, what food or drink sucks, even if most people won't admit it? What food or drink? I have a long list. I have a long, long, long list. Um, ketchup, pickles, um... Uh, what is that? What's the, the was it mango that I hate? Yeah, you no. hate mango. Yeah, yeah. mango. No. I, don't. I ate mango so I don't much like. mango. Did you? Well, yeah, there is in uh, the neighborhood that I grew up. 
there is I, we don't know his name we just call him the mango man yeah and he has a van cool. right yeah. that he sells mangoes out of like cases and you get a case of like 15 16 mango maybe for like 10 bucks yeah, i think or 15 good. bucks and my parents buy from him all the time really they bought me a case we finished that case yeah. of mango in less than a week Really, huh? Yeah, love mm. it so much. I put avocado on there. Uh, quinoa sucks. I don't like it. No? No. I don't mind it. I'm not a fan. I'm okay with it, but yeah. it's not like, it's not this great thing like people make it out no, to be. No, but you have to have it like with other yeah, like, I with do. stuff. Like, yeah, I do. Part of a quinoa salad. Oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Oatmeal. oatmeal sucks. Oh, but everyone eats it. Oatmeal. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've ever oatmeal. had oatmeal. It looks like throw up. Oh, porridge, yeah. man. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, not a not a fan. Catherine eats that stuff. Milk. Yeah, no, not a fan. Milk. But you put milk in coffee. I know, but drinking milk on its own, I used to love that. Now I'm just like, oh, this is... Yeah, grown this. men shouldn't drink milk. God, what else? There's like a lot of um, gluten-free, kind of gluten-free, grain-free, like this free, that free. Right. That I find when, like, I'll, I'm willing to try absolutely anything and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I'll try a lot of this stuff. Like, uh, my wife enjoys, like, testing stuff out. And I will try for the sake of trying it. But a lot of that stuff, all this whatever, whatever, whatever free, mm-hmm. you then get this thing that just tastes like nothing. It looks like something that you would eat yes. regularly They've that would have the life out of it. a lot of flavor, and it just tastes like nothing. Like yeah, the other day, yeah, yeah. she made these. She found these like gluten free. I don't know what free uh, pancakes. Yeah, she saw like some other like Instagram mom was like raving about it, so yeah. she ordered, and I was like, absolutely, I will try. Right, yeah, I yeah. try every single thing that she asks. Like, hey, would you give this a try? Would you be willing? I'm like, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. And there was one. It was like a chocolate chip one, but it didn't really have like chocolate chips in it, but made it taste it like cacao. it. Cacao. And it was chips. it was okay. Yeah. And then there was another one. I don't, can't remember what it was. And she's like, what do you think of this one? I was like, oh, the one with the peanut butter. Yeah, it's all right. And then she's like, there's no peanut butter in there. It's not even supposed to be peanut butter. Oh. And I was like, oh. And then no. anyway, after the meal, I was like, I love you. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, you know, making this. And I, I tried it, but this we're is fine. like a you only. Did she like it? She liked it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. if we're going to go down this road again to make this meal, then I'm happy to to have something else. I'll make something else. I'm going to add celery juice to this list. Celery itself is disgusting. Yeah, celery is uh, Oh, gross. Catherine tried to get me to drink, uh, have a sip of, a, what is it called, kombucha? Oh, I love kombucha. Oh, God. I couldn't even describe the taste. What is kombucha? Oh, it's it's disgusting. Tastes like it tastes like grass, right? No, it tastes ass. like pop. It tastes like oh, ass. ass. It's ass. ass it tastes juice. so bad. It's gross. No, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's, it's natural. It's made from mushroom. It's naturally yeah. carbonated. Oh, mushrooms. That's another thing. <laughs> Don't even get me started on mushrooms. Maybe I haven't had kombucha. Oh. Mushrooms are awful. And it's weird with me because if I eat a mushroom, the, the texture of biting into a mushroom to me seems like it turns me off because it seems really like like flesh, like I'm mm-hmm. eating flesh. Yeah. But I actually don't get that feeling when I'm actually eating flesh. Wait, what? What? You know what I mean? <laughs> huh? When have you eaten fra- fra- fresh? <laughs> I'm a meat eater. Oh, I thought you meant human. Oh. No. Why would you think human? <laughs> because the way you said it. I think everybody in this room thought that you were why would you, going why down would you that savages road. savages think human? Because who says flesh and means meat? Well, that's what I'm talking that's called about. Skin. No, it's the same thing. No, when you say skin, I assume you mean animal. <laughs> Do you though? <laughs> right? From you, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I can't eat mushrooms. They they turn my stomach. Uh, we'll end on this one from Sean. Uh, what piece of clothing on the opposite sex is your biggest weakness? Oh, Christian Louboutin shoes. <laughs> on, a, 
on a woman or a man? Oh man, I find I find high heels sho- like the red bottom shoes yeah. so sexy. But then what you're like you stare at a woman's feet and then you go for your man? Yeah. <laughs> no, but do you understand the question? I do, but I'm trying to answer. I find Christian Louboutin shoes to be very sexy. Okay, but Okay. That's fine. Am I supposed hold on, am I supposed to be answering what I find sexy on a man? No, no, this is completely up to you, right? Because you said but, opposite sex. So I'm answering the question of what I Okay, but yeah, weak. yeah. Okay, well, we should have maybe um put a gay caveat in the question. I find those shoes very sexy. So there's nothing Matthew could wear that you would find as sexy as oh, a yeah. woman wearing Christian black Louboutins. Briefs. Black briefs. Yeah, black briefs on like tidy whities but black. Yeah, I get what black <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you thinking that, like, because we're straight, we don't understand what black underpants look like? <laughs> You're looking at me like, I needed to break it down <laughs> like, for you. Like, what is this world of black undies? Yeah. Right? Like, so we, does he we only wear, wear white. wear black undies at home. Oh, and the just... last two weeks, he's, and I've never seen him in a tank top before. The last two weeks, yeah. he's wearing a tank top and black tidy whities. But not wow. ladies. He looks like your stereotypical pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, no. yeah. If only he wore Christian Louboutins at the same time, it would have been really. <laughs> so sexy. that's your ultimate. That's your ultimate look, right? Yeah. Is a guy <laughs> in um, black underpants. A tank top, white tank top. No, black tank top. Oh, black tank top. Oh, wow, black yeah, and black. then wearing Christian Louboutin high heels. Christian Louboutin high heels. High heels. <laughs> if, if, you wear, if you wear black briefs <laughs> and a black tank top, you don't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You look like one of those like old timey swimmers. <laughs> like you're you're wearing, you're, you're, you're wearing a jumper. Yeah, like, like when guys used to wear suspenders in the water <laughs> from like the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's what you find attractive. You oh, find that man attractive only in heels. Oh, thirsty! God, you know that guy never existed then, right? <laughs> and if you did, he'd be buried in a hole. So, so in the past, he two would weeks, never come man, out of that water. In the past two weeks, when David Matthew was wearing all that around around the house, around the condo, like I had to contain myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, what is my what is my sort of like weak weak link? Um, or weakness. Oh, you know what I've always loved? What? I've always loved the look of no bra under a sweater. Oh, yeah. Great look. Right? Great uh-huh. look. Yeah. Great look. I encourage Catherine to go no bra all the time. I mean, I don't have to. She just goes no bra all the time. Um, but I am, like, such a fan of no bra. Like, I've never been turned on by a bra. I've never seen one bra where I was, like, immediately in my head, get that off. Yeah. Like I've never, I've never been like, oh my god, look at that! I've never been turned on by a bra, at all, ever. I'm just like, even in like tank tops, whatever, just go braless, just, just do it. That's always sort of been my number one thing. And thank God, Catherine hates bras. Yeah, yeah. She wears um, a lot of linen that looks really sexy, like that, like flowing long white gown. Yeah, thing. like she's in oh, a cult. She looks sexy. In I that. know, I know, I love it. Um, Jenna has a couple of uh, items that I just absolutely love. There's a pair of shorts. I think they're like light blue. Yeah. That they are like really short. Yeah, yeah. That turned me on. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. She got these pants that look like they look like they could be rubber. Mm. They're not though. Oh yeah, I know those pants. They're black, right? Yeah. They look like they, yeah. They, they, it's it's like what um it's like what Black Widow would wear. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And they're super tight. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she wore those the other day. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Is it pleather? Yeah. You're dying. No, no, no. It's some weird. I don't even know what the material is. Manufactured. No, yeah. but it's thick. Like, but it feels like rubber. Like it feels. Uh-huh. It feels like she squeezed herself into an inner tube. Oh, Friggin' sexy. Oh, like a Britney hell, Spears bro. kind of like no, that no. plastic kind no, of thing. No, 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 no. no, no. Completely movable, flexible. 
Like rubber. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Those two. And then yeah. there's one sweater that she has. Um, it's a little bit oversized. Yeah. She looks so sexy. Oh, here oh. we go. <laughs> Bleep oh. that. Wow. Uh, Shem, anything turn you on? Um, yeah, I like it when they wear like a long t-shirt and no underwear. Yeah, that's a good I'm look. That look. Classic oh, that's, look. That's yeah. a classic. How about that's when your woman high. wears your shirt? No, nah, I'm not a fan of that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. But you guys can't do that in the condo I because know, they fit. <laughs> no, it's not like if Catherine, if Catherine suddenly put on one of your shirts. Nah, it doesn't do anything for like, me. What would I, but I understand how some guys they do get turned on. By like that, if, like right? if she dressed all, uh, you know, nice. Like dressed ET, as me. Like if she's like, look at me, I'm doing ET Canada, you know, and she's wearing your your blazer. No, look at me doing the radio show. Yeah, yeah, like. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do it. That doesn't do it for Yo, me. What would happen if you were to like just step out of the bedroom and in one of Matthew's like t-shirts or something? Oh, he gets so mad. He'd be like, "You're stretching it out." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, find us on Instagram every week. Uh, you'll see a picture that reads "Ask Razamoka." Uh, ask away, and we'll answer. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.